93.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. California continues to be swept by powerful storms coming in off the Pacific, forcing evacuation of thousands in towns with histories of deadly mudslides. On Monday, a five-year-old boy was swept away by floodwaters when his mother's truck became stranded in floodwaters near Paso Robles. Officials have called off that search because water levels are too high. In San Bruno, resident Moni Bolt tells TV station KGO that a huge tree from her yard crashed onto a neighbor's home and car. She says they're okay. We didn't hear anything, but when we came out the next morning and our neighbors next door text us to say, you know, we've gone to our friends. Some streets have turned into gushing rivers and mud and rock slides are blocking some roads. I'm Donna Water. Some documents marked classified have surfaced in a private office at the Penn-Biden Center think tank. That's where Mr. Biden maintained an office after he left the vice presidency in 2017, until shortly after or before, rather, he launched his presidential campaign in 2019. The Justice Department is investigating. The new Republican-led House lays the foundation for its work going forward. The House approved the Republican rules package by a vote of 220 to 213. Outgoing Rules Committee Chairman Jim McGovern used the debate to attack the new GOP coalition. You know, these rules are not a serious attempt at governing. They're essentially a ransom note to America from the extreme right. Incoming Rules Committee Chairman Tom Cole says that Congress will be a counterbalance to the Biden administration and Democrats. With today's rule package, we will also establish a new select subcommittee modeled on the church committee to investigate the radical left's weaponization of the federal government in recent years. Bernie Bennett at the Capitol. The Dow is up 42 points and as ahead 26 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. A ship carrying 60,000 tons of wheat from Russia has arrived in the Pakistani port of Karachi amid a worsening shortage in several parts of the country. Wheat is a staple food crop of Pakistan, and it's one of the largest producers of the grain in the world. But the country is suffering from severe shortages. Pakistan's own wheat crops were devastated by floods last year, and dwindling foreign currency reserves make it difficult to import. The authorities in Balochistan province said stocks were running out and urged the federal government to dispatch more wheat on an urgent basis. Due to the shortages, the price of flour has gone up by up to 80% in some parts of the country in the past year. That's the BBC's Embarrassment at Hirajan. 
British officials and space scientists say they are disappointed but not deterred after the first attempt to launch satellites into orbit from the UK failed. News and analysis, townhall.com. Hey everybody, good morning. Scott Haney in the Early Morning Forecast Center. Partly to mostly sunny today, highs in the low 40s. Tonight, partly cloudy, 23. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds, highs in the upper 30s to near 41 for the shoreline. Thursday, becoming cloudy, scattered showers become likely during the afternoon and evening hours. Rain coverage and intensity ramp up at night. Highs on Thursday will be in the mid to upper 40s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. 38 in Norwich, 39 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. Parents of Norwich school students have expressed what they want to talk about with school leaders during three scheduled meetings. Parents were polled. First meeting, Thursday, 5.30 to 7 at Teachers Memorial. That meeting will address discipline and prohibited items. Internet safety and screen time will be the topic of meeting two at Kelly in March, and then the third meeting in May at Uncas will be about anxiety and depression. A bill proposed in the state legislature would give its members more control over the cost of electricity in Connecticut under the proposal. The state House and Senate would be required to vote on any electric or natural gas rate increases approved by the Public Utilities Regulatory Authority. The bill was proposed after Eversource imposed large rate increases that took effect January 1st. State Consumer Council Claire Coleman, though, warning against adding another regulatory hurdle in the rate-setting process. The average price for a gallon of regular gas in Connecticut is 3.17 this morning. That's the same as last week in Rhode Island. It's 3.24. AAA reports that's a cent lower than a week ago. The current national average $3.27 a gallon. Waiting for the sunshine, a high today of 43.38 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Breyer. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Jeez, I thought you were lost again. No, lost again. No, no, I've got a GPS to get me here. Oh, good. So, um, I have a guest today. Oh, yeah? Who? Kenny hey. Shu at 11 o'clock. Kenny Shu with you. With me, with Stu. Kenny Shu with Stu. Mm-hmm. Who is Kenny Shu? He is the author of a new book, An Inconvenient Minority, The Attack on Asian American Excellence mm. and the Fight on Metriocracy. Uh, Did I pronounce that right? Meritocracy? Meritocracy. Maybe? Yeah. Why did I put an R in there? I have no idea. Uh, You're from Boston, that's why. Anyway, the uh, you, you probably, of course you know that uh, some schools have been hiding uh, some of the excellence when it comes to testing. They're for hiding excellence? Why would they do right. that? That's right. For instance, Jefferson High School for Science and Technology have been withholding notifications of National Merit Awards from the school's families, most of them right. Asian. Why is that? Because they don't they want to tout their they don't want to they don't want to hurt other students' feelings. Oh, stop! You can't make this stuff up. Why don't you start being excellent then? Good grief! Somebody has been hiding my excellence. Yes. yes. Unbelievable! No, but this is going on. I guess three schools in Virginia, and uh, they're not. You know, these kids that are doing much better than other kids, they're hiding the results. Just so the mediocre kids won't get their feelings hurt. Subsequently, some of them have not gone into college when they should have. Well, this is ridiculous. No kidding. What else is going on, huh? It's amazing. 
This. So we're going to talk about that at 11 we're o'clock tonight. We're going to pander to the idiots and the, the mediocre. And no, the it's just that they don't, don't want to hurt their feelings. So that means that um, in the near future, we may be, have doctors that aren't as qualified as other people who would make better doctors. Because they didn't get in school, because you see, they weren't yeah. told how smart they were. You see where this is going? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the swamp. <laughs> I didn't know this was happening. Yeah, it's happening, and um, now they're finding out more and more. It's happening more and more. It even made the uh, papers. <laughs> they actually put it in some of their yeah. Also, what else is uh, was the top page of the day today? Biden papers may be classified. Yeah, I saw that uh, last night. How's that for being ironic, huh? What did he say about Trump? That's irresponsible <clears throat> if that ever happened. So does that mean the totally FBI is the FBI going to raid the White House? That's what Trump wants to know. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> please make please make us better. Pour chicken soup over Washington. Make everything better. <laughs> <laughs> we need a big dose of chicken soup. Chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> Little Vicks vaporub. Yes. He always said before you uh, criticize somebody, look at the mirror. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and we're not making this stuff up, folks. Classified documents in the Biden. Even stuff. the stations that uh, don't usually carry that kind of stuff have have carried that. So we're not making yeah. it up. But the the report I saw last night had Biden handling it a lot better than Trump, though. Yeah. Once they found out, <clears throat> what's he going to do? <laughs> right. Oh, they'll get around it. I'm sure. So good news, the Golden Glo- uh, Globes isn't going to air tonight. Yeah, they're back on NBC, I guess. And we can see how much these actors and actresses uh, love themselves. I wonder if they'll talk politics. Probably not. You know, I don't know. I think I, they're I tired of it. What, I don't know what they're going to do. It hurts the ratings. I just want Ricky Gervais there to skewer everybody. That's the only reason I watch that sometimes. I don't think they're going to let him do that anymore. Probably not. Yeah, I, think I don't he, even know who the host is tonight. I don't. I don't it's know. not him, I'm pretty sure. But He got into it. He was a little too honest, and uh, <laughs> they got him out there. That's what's cool. So here it. are some of the nominees. Best Motion Picture. Best Motion Picture, non-English. Non-English? Non-English. Best Performance by Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. Best Performance for an Actress in Motion Picture Drama. Wait, it gets better. Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. Best Performance by an Actor in Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture. If so many characters, Best Actor... Who performs well without stripping in a movie. <laughs> That's was, not real. I was thinking, That's well, a stew. all right. So. That's a stoomy. Just amazing. Uh, there's so many categories. I mean, who yeah, could stay just give them all a trophy and be done with yeah, it in about could, two seconds. Who could stay up that way? Best actor who gives a good political speech after winning. <laughs> That'll be good. Do we know who's hosting this tonight? No, I'd love to know, because if there's know. a good host, I may watch the beginning. I think it's somebody I've never heard of. It's yeah. Some dude. I can't remember. Well, you know, probably nobody will get slapped on stage. I hope nobody gets slapped on stage. Some of the... Uh, God, that's almost a year now, huh? Since the slapping yeah, yeah. incident? Yeah. Gerard Carmichael is the host. He's a comedian, and i never heard of I've him. I've never heard of Gerard Carmichael. 
Okay, well, we'll we'll check that out. Some of the other off-the-wall news. Thieves have stolen a $10,000 Barbie. Wow, why is she so uh, expensive? I don't know. She must be one of the original Barbies. They stole $10,000 Barbie doll along with 10 other Barbies valued at $1,000 each. Ten horror masks were also taken. Cops are investigating. The homeowner was on vacation at the time of the break-in. Should have taken the Barbies with them. Hmm? Ten, a little more secure, at least. Yeah, $10,000 Barbie. 10.5 million people watched Prince Harry's interview on 60 Minutes on Sunday. Yeah, I saw that. You saw that one. What is your uh, rating on that one? Oh, I didn't see the interview. I saw oh, the, 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 the rating, yeah. Ratings are good on the show. Yeah. People don't like them, but they get good ratings. I know. And this is a remarkable story, folks. Ready? I don't know if you heard this one. An Uber driver is offering a kidney to a rider. Oh, really? No, I hadn't heard that. Nice. In Salem, New Jersey, an Uber driver gave one of the riders a kidney. Not while he was riding, of course. I'll say. Christiana Hospital sent an Uber to pick up Bill Somali for a treatment. He and the driver, Tim Letts, struck up a conversation, instantly became friends. By the end of the ride, Tim offered a kidney to Bill. Bill accepted. The surgery was a success. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take that. I wonder if he also... Like a bottle of water. Yeah, you want that? Yeah. I hope he got a, I hope he got a tip. The, so uh, they were a match in the whole bit, and it happened? Yeah, and wow. it, it was successful. Nice. How do you like that, huh? That's an expensive Uber ride, I bet. You can't make this stuff up. what it cost you? It cost me a kidney. Yeah, a kidney. A new survey by 14 and 40 Foods reveals 56% of women want more energy over more lovemaking and more sleep. More energy. Mm-hmm. Well, if they had more energy, they'd want more lovemaking, maybe. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's, oh. that's fair. Uh, 46% of men want more energy over more lovemaking and more what? sleep. What? I know. That's strange. How many? 46%. 46. 62% of people plan to eat less sugar in 2023. 46% of people plan to consume fewer calories in 2023. And this is an interesting one because... It's amazing how many people don't eat breakfast. 60% of people skip breakfast. But it's the most important meal. I know. It is, because you go the longest time without eating. Is that why I always wondered why? It's going to be get the up most to a important. Good start and yeah, get a good start to your day. But I have stopped eating breakfast. Uh, no, you're on the 60%. At least on the weekdays. I eat breakfast on weekends. Weekends, but not on the weekdays. So do you get really hungry around 11 o'clock or what? Uh, Not really hungry, but hungry, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why I eat lunch at 10.30. Oh, okay. Well, some people have their breakfast at 10.30, so it's a combo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Strangest combos from the past year. What? Strangest food combos from the past year. Okay. Watermelon and mustard. What? Fruit roll-ups and hot Cheetos. Pickles and whipped cream. Pickles and whipped cream. I'm getting nauseous. Dark uh, chocolate and tomato salad. What? Pizza and applesauce. What? Pizza and peanut butter. What? Sushi and ranch dressing. And finally, popcorn and pickle juice. Popcorn and pickle, pickle juice. juice. Now, how do they know this anyway, huh? I think that's an Uber Eats survey, isn't it? Like, this is what yeah. people order? It was an Uber Eats survey, absolutely. Boy, this guy is smart. 
No wonder he's in the newsroom. Okay, and finally, because I don't want to gross anybody out here, but I guess we will. Top bed bug cities. <laughs> According to this. Uh, every, New York. Everybody holding their breath. Let's hope it's not mine. Chicago is number one. Chicago. New York, number two. What do you think? Who else is in there? San Francisco. San Francisco. No. I'm surprised. It's just feces. That's that. Yeah, it's bed bugs. Oh. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Cleveland and Akron, Ohio. Los Angeles. Mm. Detroit, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Washington, Columbus, Champaign, Illinois. <laughs> Toast to the bed bugs. <laughs> Toast to the bed bugs. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Cincinnati, Charlotte. Cincinnati. Denver. Mm. Almost heaven. It's almost every big city in America. Yeah, bed bugs. Remember when you were a kid? Sleep tight, yeah. don't let the big bugs oh, bite. Totally. How could you sleep after that? My yeah, eyes were. It's basically telling your kid. I know there are bed bugs in your bed. My eyes were big as saucers when uh, my <laughs> mother would say that. Humming, 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 humming. Yeah, tossing and turning. Well, the uh, bomb squad has uh, detonated a, an electric toothbrush. What? How did that happen? The Niagara Gazette says uh, Niagara Falls police recently received a call about a suspicious backpack in the middle of a road. So they did all the uh, procedures. The bomb squad mm-hmm. came, and it turned out that there was a, an electric toothbrush. Inside the backpack. That was going on. <laughs> also, they heard the backpack, and they thought it was a... Okay. Yeah, of course. All right. So they all brushed their teeth and went home. <laughs> and uh, this, is, this is stuff, amazing stuff. Well, that's what we got. I will. One more question I had for you today, Marty, and this is something a lot of people are talking about. What do you do to punish a six-year-old boy who almost kills his teacher with a gun? What kind of punishment do you give the kid? You know, he's going to get a timeout at least. I know, a timeout? At least a timeout. No SpongeBob? No SpongeBob. I mean, really? Uh, Yeah, what do you do with that kid? He's He's going to be a humdinger when he's a teenager. I mean, he is getting a psychological evaluation. I would hope so. I mean, uh, do you arrest the, arrest the parents? Uh, I would think... I think the mom might be in trouble, yeah. It's yeah. her gun, apparently. It's a legal gun they had. Yeah. The kid comes to school for no, obviously no reason. Everybody loved the teacher. Yeah, I'm wondering, what, I, why was he mad at her? I, I don't. Uh, I haven't heard that. Well, people that they've interviewed and people in the classes and kids in the classes said she was a lovely teacher. Everybody yeah. got along with her. She did something to make this guy mad. I think he just wanted to do that. Maybe he just wanted to shoot her. Yeah. yeah. Six years old. When I heard how old the kid was, I was like freaked out. I was like, what? Yeah. Six, Six years, years old, old, I was playing with puppets. Oh. We thought, but we did have little cap guns. Never thought of oh, doing yeah. anything cap like guns. that. No. Even teachers that were rotten. You know? Yeah. Like, Sheesh. I'd love to shoot her, but I'm not going to. Not going to do it. Not going to happen. Oh, well, that's... uh. We could talk about that for a little bit. How do you punish a six-year-old kid that does that? Yeah, I don't know. I and if it happened in... Oh, no, it didn't happen in New York, but if it did, he'd be out with no bond. <laughs> with no bond. He'd just let him go. He'd be on the playground. All right, let him out in the playground. Here's your gun back. Here it is. Next time, don't put bullets in it, kid. Go ahead. <laughs> no previous record. Well, no. I'd hope not. No, no arrests. Six. Three years old. I mean, he acted up a little bit, but yeah. nothing like that. A temper tantrum. Oh, yes. Mm. The world. Oh, the world. Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun today.
Sounds like it. All right. What time's your guest on? Uh, 11.05. All right. It's time for the number one talk show test of one, two, Eastern test. Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome to the Stu Breyer Program, aliasly called Potpourri, and you can't make this stuff up. It is uh, January 10th at 1020. Welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Good morning and welcome to the program. Good morning to you, Mr. Stoke. Hi, Larry. Well, how do you like the more corruption? Isn't it just beautiful? It is really amazing. The Department of Justice and the FBI, once again, once again, November 1st, they had this information a week before the elections. Well, nothing. They didn't. Dis- they didn't. They didn't. They did not disclose it. They kept it a secret. Well, there were a lot Until of secrets. So a lawyer finally shot his mouth off. Do you know something? Mm-hmm. Biden had no right. This idiot had no right to take the stuff and put it in his office in Chicago. You want to know why? Because he wasn't even the president. He was the vice president. He was the vice president. Yes. That's mm-hmm. correct. So he had no business at all <laughs> having that information where it did not belong. But guess what? He's a Democrat, just like Hillary Clinton and the rest of them. Hillary Clinton can take a hammer and smash all her stuff to pieces and smithereens, and guess what? None of them, none of them are going to get indicted because they're all Democrats. Well, we you, do you not know what, arrest Democrats in this country today. You know what's going to happen, Larry, is uh, they're going to leave Trump alone with those documents, and then they'll, they'll, the whole thing will go away. They don't have no, they have no choice but to leave Trump alone now. Because mm-hmm. they're definitely not going to arrest Biden. No, no, no. Nothing's going to happen no. there, of course. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. Though one day after the next, it just, it just never ends. It just never ends. Every day that you turn the TV on, you think that you're going to see something good, and just something else comes out. These people in Washington D.C., Republican or Democrat, doesn't matter. They just think that they can do anything that they want because of their power. It's a disgrace. Yeah, I don't care if they're a Democrat or Republican. We'd like some honesty and integrity in Washington. So that's my prayer. And and the FBI and the Department of Justice, the people who are supposed to protect all of us in this country, mm-hmm. no matter what your political party, and they're doing what they're doing behind closed doors. I mean, uh, Merrick Garland and, and uh, Ray from the FBI... They got to be brought before Congress, and they got to start answering some of these questions. Do you know they had that laptop since twenty nineteen, and they haven't done a thing with it yet. In fact, one person was asked a question. I believe it was three or four weeks ago on Newsmax. He was asked where 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 this is an FBI agent where the uh, laptop was. You know what the answer was? I have no idea. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, we need is uh, we need a lot of changes, and uh, it's up to the voters. Can I tell you? So, one other thing, I'll let you go on the front page of the New York Post. This guy's a real. This guy's a real brain. Mm-hmm. This, this guy's. Uh, oh, this guy's smart. Shopping list for murder. Well, this is like a repeat of the Connecticut murder when the guy murdered his wife and left the three kids. This guy murdered his wife and left three kids behind in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So you know what he did? This rocket scientist. He's 46 years old. He went on a computer, 
um, and Google how to dis- how to dispose of a body and bought and buy a cleaning material. <laughs> this is how smart this guy is. By the way, that case of the missing woman, uh, the mother that uh, went allegedly to the po- uh, they've arrested the husband for that. I'm sure, you may have saw that, seen that. Well, they they only arrested him for uh, lying to the police. Yeah, well, then they now uh, they've got some other thing. They haven't arrested him for the for the murder of her yet. But can you believe he bought four hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff from Home Depot to dispose of a body? <laughs> he, and yeah. he, he wanted to know how to dispose of a hundred and fifteen pound woman oh, on the internet. He goes on internet and, and, and asks questions on how how to dispose of his wife. And I saw them as they took him in with a big smile on his face. Yeah, did you see the smile on his face? Yeah. I mean, this this guy is sick beyond sick. Uh, you just don't know where these people come from anymore, Stu. You really don't. I don't know. Well, we'll discuss it further. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> see Bye-bye. Ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. I got a prediction for you. Prediction, young man. What have you got? I watched TV last night. They talked about the Royals. Yeah, the Royals, yep. And I'm predicting that King Charles is not Harry's father. <laughs> they showed a picture of <clears throat> the guy that she had an affair with. He looks just like Harry. Got red curly hair. Oh, dear. You didn't see that on TV yesterday? No, no, I didn't. I just got well, turned I off. By the, end of this, by the end of this year, they're going to do a DNA... And they're going to find out that Charles is not his father. Well, that's all they need is a, another scandal. And uh, well, he's 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 turning the pot, and they're, they're mad at him, and they're going to disown him. And they're going to find out that he's not really a royal. Well, there's the best way to do it is DNA. So we'll see what happens. And did you get a hold of the mayor? No, I have not. Uh, I know Peter listens to the program, so if he's uh, out yeah, there and he'd like to check in, on, mm-hmm. on, what's going on? I will. Call him today. Okay. Thanks, Stu. Thank you. Hi. Good morning to you. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, that gentleman that just called is right about uh, uh, Harry's father. Mm-hmm. Her- he, it, 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 he looks like uh, James Hewitt, who was a, a fellow who worked at the, at the uh, palace, and Diana had an affair with him. And she had a baby at the time, and that that was the baby. Well, that'll really make headlines for a few yes, years, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're going to do a DNA on it to prove it. Um, the other thing is that little boy. Yes. I heard that they're going to investigate the family to find out uh, what the story is there. Well, they have to investigate the family that uh, yeah. a gun yeah. was so handy to... Get and take to school. Good grief! They want to find out if if uh, he was uh, uh, picked on at home, or somebody was mm-hmm. uh, uh, giving him, uh, you know, a bad time at home, or what? Oh yeah, there definitely needs to be a long investigation, right? Uh, because this little six-year-old to think about something like that. That's Maybe right. getting some angry against somebody else. That's Who knows? right, right. He was expressing his anger or what. They're mm. going to find out. <clears throat> well. So we have to be careful about that. And the other thing is your your guest uh, is going to talk about Florida, isn't he? He'd probably talk about Florida and some of the things that are going on in schools. And uh, particularly there is a definitely... 
racism against Asian people in schools. Yes, yes. I mean, it's absolutely astounding. But another thing that's astounding about the Florida schools mm -hmm. is that they are behind the schools in the Northeast, and I know that for a fact because I live there. And when my, we came back here, uh, my son, we put him in a Catholic school, and the teacher told me if he had been there another year, he would have had to keep him back because he, he would, didn't have uh, subjects and things that, that we had here. Hmm. He well, hadn't had them. I had not heard that before, but uh, we'll That's look into truth. it. That's the truth. Well, so maybe things I, have the changed. Schools, the schools in Florida are behind mm -hmm. the Northeast schools. Yes, they are. So you're you're looking at this from a long time ago, or uh, a long time ago? Well, there but may be changed. It may have changed. Changed. I've heard it hasn't changed. Well, that's yes. an interesting thing to look into. Sure. Y yes, it is. So anyway, uh, I'm interested in, in hearing your guest, and it's going to be good. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate okay. it. Mm -hmm. What's happening in our schools, huh? What's not happening? Covering up people who get good marks so you won't hurt other people's feelings and it hurts them when they want to get into college. The, uh... Well, we'll be right back and I'll, my guest will talk about it. I'm so frustrated with our company's cleaning service. They're not living up to their promises, and it's really starting to bug me. That's why I use SureBright Commercial Cleaning Services. I know it's done right every time. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm Chris Heller, co-owner of SureBright. It all comes down to customer service. We know that our customers, like Hall Communications, trust us with their facility as well as their image. And we appreciate just how important superior maintenance is to our customers, their customers, and their employees. That's why with SureBright, you'll get only the best in service and quality. Being a family-owned, independent company, customers know that they can always call either Chris or Patsy Heller with any questions or concerns. Surebright Commercial Cleaning Service, a division of Surebright Enterprises Incorporated. Out of sight, out of mind works for me. I'm going with Surebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Great choice. Surebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Done right every night. Out of sight, out of mind. Serving Connecticut. Call 860-887-9785 or visit surebrightinc.com. Dreaming of a new car, a new home, a little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day -day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Scient Federal Credit Union. 
Blast through winter storms with a Husqvarna snow thrower from KH Equipment in Plainfield. Husqvarna snow throwers are built to withstand the demands of harsh New England winters with power and durability, innovative features, smart start, and Husqvarna's 10 year limited warranty for years of trouble free snow removal. KH Equipment in Plainfield is your storm center headquarters to buy, rent, and repair. Plus, salt treated salt and sand salt mix. KH is open every day, but when a storm hits, they stay open around the clock, quickly repairing plows and sanders to get you back on the road and plowing again. Let's go to our lines. The number, of course, is 889-5252. Stu Breyer with you. It's always a pleasure. You're on the air. Welcome. Sir, good morning, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. Thank you. Hey, uh, happy marijuana day. Oh, that's right. They're lining up for the pot. They're lining up. Yep. Take a number. <laughs> you guys all smoked up up there today or what? No, I'm I'm actually uh, stone sober. <laughs> stone sober. Me mm-hmm. too. I think I'll keep it that way. Uh, I got a couple of questions. Sure. Uh Remember years ago you had the vending machine for the cigarettes or the coffee? I'll bet you in 20 years from now we'll have a vending machine where you can get your marijuana out of it. I would say maybe not because you have to be a certain age, so... But that doesn't mean somebody uh, wouldn't get it for you. Here's another thing now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trailer truck drivers, they have commercial driver's license. I don't think they can have that in their system. But how about a brain surgeon? He could be stoned coming in and operating on you, right? Well, I would say there has to be, there are some rules that uh, will be taken, or hopefully they'll be taken. But naturally, it, the, it'll be easier for some people, no matter what the rules are, to get a hold of the pot. I, I, it'd be interesting, though, for, for the uh, CDLs, whether they're going to be exempt or they can never have that in their system or what the heck. Mm-hmm. Not that I care, I'm just wondering. And... I, with the prices of it, I, uh, it was on TV. I think it's still going to be cheaper on the street than it's, than it's going to be in a state facility. Well, then the street sellers are going to be very unhappy about that. Uh, I don't know. Did you hear what the? I don't even know what the average price is. Uh, they go by buds and all this oh, yeah. lingo stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, if the guy on the street can sell it cheaper than the state can sell it, I think he's got the upper hand. Well, there's a good chance that will happen. It'll cut down a little bit, but. Uh, I think the key is that some of the pot marijuana that's being uh, sold, there's other stuff in it that can really yes, do a lot yes, of harm. Yes. Maybe if you buy it from a store, it'll be uh, checked out, hopefully. Oh, boy, I'll tell you. We're spending a lot of time and effort on foolishness, huh? Well, I bet, I, I'm sure we'll uh, find out about the crowd that's waiting to be the first one. <laughs> well, open them windows up in that radio station. Get that smoke out of there. I think in Montville it's opened up today, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, Montville's yeah. our closest, I believe. All right. So instead of having mean drunks on the road anymore, we're going to have silly drunks. Yeah, silly drunks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll, All right, Stu, have a good thank one. Thank you. I guess we could live with silly, as long as you can drive okay, being silly. Welcome to the program. Oh, yes, good morning, Stu. Morning. Um... Patty called a little earlier about uh, the kids being behind in Florida. Yes. Compared to the Northeast. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's the other way around. Well, I know they're behind in the Northeast, and uh, they're behind yeah, in a lot of, of places. COVID. Yeah, the, of course. The kids in Florida went to school throughout the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. They went to school. You would and think they would have been. Uh, have wear masks. Uh, you would think they would have been ahead of the curve, but I don't know. I don't. I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, I trust. Well, I think the, the the people over here in the northeast are behind them in Florida. Well, all over the Maybe country. Maybe that's a question you could ask the, your guest. Uh, 
if he has the answer to that. But okay, well, we'll get in, uh, maybe we'll get into that aspect as well. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't see the Florida being behind the Northeast kids. Yeah, it really doesn't I have, make I have much two sense. Daughters down in Florida, they went to school throughout the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the few places that uh, kids did were able to go into the school. Right. So, um, I trust the governor that he knows what he's doing there. I like him. Yeah, and the other thing is about the cops in New York City. Mm-hmm. How uh, they're they're leaving in droves. Well, of course they are. Leaving in droves, it's unbelievable. Yeah. How many are leaving? Eventually, if they're not careful, they're going to have the National Guard for their police department. Yeah, that's very possible. Um, no. Well, the people in New York keep electing the same people, and um, they don't they support... They can't keep going on like that. They don't support the police enough ever since the defund the police jazz and all of the uh, different things that the police have to uh, take from citizens, not appreciating what they do. And they say, the heck with it. I don't need this. Yeah, very unappreciated. We sure do need them, though. Yeah. All right, thank okay, you. Okay, Stu, enjoy your day. Thanks. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hello. I heard a sound. Hello? Hello there. Yes. Are you there? Uh, yes. Um, yes, sir. People who have a CDL license, every so often you will get... Uh, screen for uh, drugs. You show up for work in the morning, and then they'll tell you 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 have to go and get screened. Well, they should be. I mean, there are certain uh, positions that people should never be high or low or this or that. You know, what about pilots and what have you? So there's got to be and a lot of restrictions. You never know what's going to happen. You show up for work, and they say go for drugs and alcohol. Yeah, I no. had a CDL license and I got picked once mm-hmm. for uh, for alcohol. Okay. And that was the only test that you that you can pass with a zero point zero zero. Well, that's a good point that you're making. Uh, obviously, not everybody's going to be able to go everywhere stoned, and you're not no. supposed to be driving. Of course, it's going to be hard to scrutinize that. But, uh, you know, you have certain positions. There should be no trace of any drugs. That's why they pick, pick people. The computer spits out your name, and, and you have to go and do it. All right, sir. Good point you made. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning. How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing okay. Thanks. Hey, I guess I'm going to have to return that snow shovel I bought my wife for Christmas. Yeah? You don't think we're getting any? Well, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> so far, so, so, so far we're doing pretty good. I know. We got up, well, we made it to January 10th. Pretty good. And I went down in my, uh, went down in the cellar yesterday and checked out uh, my foundation. No cracks and no crumbles. No cracks in the foundation. You're in pretty right. good shape right now. I'm in pretty good shape. Hey, uh, good news on that uh, football player there, huh? Excellent. I mean, uh, so far so good. We're cautiously optimistic, but he's a strong guy, 24 years old, and uh, he's rapidly making a wonderful recovery. You know, uh, he may never be able to return back to playing football, but uh, at least he's alive. Yeah, and I think he'll be... uh, 
hopefully very productive whatever he does. It may not be football, but I think he'll be very productive. And uh, maybe they can, they may never understand exactly what happened. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's such an odd, freaky thing. And, you know, it's a shame that it always takes a tragedy in this country to have everybody uh, come together and uh, unite and whatever, say prayers or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know? Good point. Remember how everybody came together after 9-11? I've never seen anything like it. There was no Democrat, Republican. Everybody came together, giving blood, working together, holding each other, hugging each other. Right, exactly. I mean, that's the only time you see it is when Mm -hmm. when there's a tragedy. Yeah. Well, I I hope people have learned a lesson from this one, too. I hope so. All right, buddy. You have yourself a good day. You too. Hope you never need the shovel. I hope my wife never needs the shovel. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, WICH weather. Yes. It is. I uh, do. Uh, let me just. The weather is good today. I don't need to get into it. Sunny and temperatures in the forties. Okay. I'm. I'm ready. <laughs> Hi, Stu. Hi. Um. Today, uh, Connecticut is going to pot officially today. Well, that's not the only state. Um, But I want to say that uh, I guess there's lines um, just like they were for food drives and masks and COVID kits and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Monfield, somebody drove by and saw a line there starting at 7 a.m. But the line wasn't very long because there's all kind of media there. So who wants to be shown on TV um, getting this stuff? Well, wear a mask, so, yeah. The other thing I wanted to say, you have a guest on at... 11.05. Uh, 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Shue, yep. talking about education in Florida. No, not just Florida. Education in, in general and uh, some of the underhanded things that are going on in some academia. <clears throat> Yes, and why they hide um, hide the marks, I think. Mm-hmm. It's all about equity. Now, which leads me to, um, this could be after the hour, after your guess, whatever, but I heard um, on the Norwich station that they're coming up with a cultural calendar. Mm-hmm. Education. Yes. Um... Uh, I think there are going to be more holidays to be celebrated and whatnot, and it stems from probably a council member on Norwich, and I don't know why it didn't go for referendum. And I don't think there'll uh, be more holidays. I again, think we have they're enough. they're hiding the high marks, and it's about equity. That's what I think. Well, what other holiday do you think they'll add? I, I don't... Can't imagine well, anymore. I, you'll have to, um, hmm? li- you know, talk to your guests because there's different things. But they want to recognize, uh, like um, India, you know, all the all these other cultural groups that kind of are here in Norwich um, and whatnot. Uh, that'd be interesting to know if you can get the mayor on and talk about it. Um, but, sure. you know, th- that's something that 
the council decides, and there's no referendum, they decide their stuff when it comes to education. And to me, I think education should be about the ABCs, the general things. All this other stuff that's coming into the curriculum is uh, these... Uh, well, statistically, this country is very down with their educational uh, educational smarts, and uh, it's very well, sad because... That's what I'm saying. I'm saying these children and whatnot, or students, don't have the life experience to understand or have the wisdom to make a decision as an adult. All right. Thank you for calling. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. I almost missed your show. I was so engrossed in reading my um, all-natural vinegar book, I look up and go, oh, no, it's 10.30. Oh, boy, it's 10.45, yes. Oh, yeah, well, hey, I'm on a mission today to help people. Oh, not good. Vinegar. Uh, uh, if I find some wacky story in there, well, no, they're not wacky, but if I find something, I'll tell you at two, or I mean one, but... um. You know, I was listening to Charlie Kirk last night, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's winding down on how businesses can get that um, that tax, COVID tax relief. It's a rebate. Yes, they're going to get the... $26,000 per employee if you did not close at all during COVID, and I know there's a lot of small businesses in Preston that got five or more employees. You know, you could even do it with your radio station. They even said on their nonprofits, like, what about animal shelters if they have more than, you know, uh, a couple of people said they got five to help out and stuff like that. I say people should go for it, and it's called on the Internet, covidtaxrelief.org. And this is for business owners. And if you get $26,000 per employee and you don't have to pay it back because it's a rebate, and what it was saying on there, because I heard the interview two or three weeks ago, Charlie Kirk had the guy on touting this COVIDtaxrelief.org. Low cost, and you do not have to pay this company anything until... You, you know, it's decided you're going to get the rebate, and it's going to be big because say you got 10, 10 people, right? Well, what's 10 times 26,000? 260,000, I think. And what they do is they take 15% of that amount, which is not that big a deal because 10, 10% of 260,000 would only be 26,000. So you're not going to miss a lot, but it's a tax, these are tax attorneys, and they're helping people get that rebate, and they only take 15%. So, like... Well, essential workers, uh, it's good, they're going to get a little bonus there, and that's fine. Well, that's the state said they're going to give the 1,000, but this is actual businesses, like WICH, um... Like uh, like the pizza place down at Lumax. They stayed open. You could still get deliveries. Um, like Farming Seed. Any of the stores, mm-hmm. local, 
any that have five or more employees, the owner of the business should get on this COVIDtaxrelief.org because it ends in March. And if you could get $26,000 per employee, hey, just think of the Christmas bonus you're going to give them. <laughs> Sounds in, good, in, Susie. In, thanks, I mean, thanks for the good news, but I'm getting tight here. Thank okay. you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good, good morning, Father Stu. Good morning, Boston Benny. How are you? I think I, I'm okay, thank you. You feeling okay? Yes, yes, sir. Well, you, you sound like Stu Ryer. Oh, thank goodness. Sometimes <laughs> I don't know who I am. Yes. You wouldn't want to be someone else. Yes. I take I, I, I don't blame you. And hey, listen, first, let's see, I want to thank you for giving me... Uh, the incentive to write up uh, a proposal to bring families together in a group therapy sessions. I didn't start off thinking that way, but I started as I was working on it. I realized, you know, families are in need. Yeah, that's good to hear what the regular folks have to say, not what the government, the regular folks. Yeah, it's got to float. You know, I know how that works because I, I was mm -hmm. in marketing and advertising. Mm-hmm. Got to, as they used to say, you may remember, uh, send it up the flagpole and see who salutes. Yep. So who salutes it. Uh, but, uh. Well, keep up great. the good work, man. Yeah, it's great to call your show because, you know, I learn a lot from your show. I don't, you know, like a lot of people, don't always agree with everything, but you under, you understand that very well, and you that's, that makes you an exceptional, uh, host. And it's always great to, to know that, you know, I've, I've listened to talk shows for years, and I've had difficulty getting on because, you know, the lines have been busy and they've had all kinds of things going on. But with your sh the Stu Byer show, you call up, you, sometimes you got to wait a little while, but you're almost assured to get on, and that's great. So mm -hmm. I, I thank you for that, and, and have a good day, Stu. You too. Great to hear from you, Ben. Let me take a break. We'll get to some more calls. 889-5252 at WICH. AM and FM. Fox News commentary. Victoria's Secret is out. If you don't want to go broke, don't go woke. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Victoria's Secret has been an iconic brand for decades, but if you've shopped there in the last few years, you may have noticed, shall we say, a branding change. Mannequins are larger, the iconic angel fashion shows are no more, and the overall aesthetic is not what it used to be. And perhaps that's why the brand has been closing stores right and left for the last few years, and now their latest CEO of Woke is stepping down. And since, shares have tumbled 5.65%, and there's no telling if the company can rebound. Might I suggest abandoning this new virtue signaling marketing plan and going back to being a lingerie store? That's the problem with woke decision making. It completely overlooks the customer, the brand ID, and the profit making. Also, someone in some office somewhere can check a box and feel like they've really done something. Well, go woke, go broke, and that's no Victoria's Secret. I'm Tommy Laren. 
Do you need help paying for heat? You may have never needed our services before, but TVCCA is here to help during this difficult time. Through the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program, TVCCA can provide assistance heating your home, no matter your primary heating type. If you've already paid for a deliverable fuel like oil, our credit can be applied with your vendor for a future purchase. Homeowners and renters may apply. Weekday, Saturday, and early evening appointments are available. Visit tvcca.org today. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. 1051, see if I can get a couple of calls in. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. So you're going to have a guest talking about schools? Yes. Okay. And I know they're probably going to talk about the discrimination, especially against Asian Americans. Yes. Because of, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. equity. Yep. Um, but also, I heard last night that in Chicago, um, there I don't know how long it's been, there have been 1,800 complaints against staff at schools, you know, from the, mm-hmm. um, you know, from everybody from top down. And um, in the past year, there were 500. But of the 1,800, only 15, 15 have gone to um, be charged criminally. And it, it's whatever happened to, if they say it, believe it, you know, um, is it only when it's, when it's suitable for them? that they believe it, like they believe Kavanaugh's accuser, um, but not Biden's. I, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And in this case, out of 1,800 the complaints, 15 were charged criminally. And I want to know what he says about, um, about that, about the, the, the abuse that's going on in school. I think we should write okay. a book. We should write a book and call it, That Doesn't Make Any Sense. Boy, that was a big, be, a, be a big book, wouldn't it? Yeah, and the six six year old, his mother recently bought that gun. But why she left it loaded for him to find? She should be charged criminally, you know. And more of an investigation should happen. Yeah, it's got to be anyway, more. Yeah, I'll I'll listen to the um, next to your to your guest. Okay, be thank interesting you. Interesting to hear. Bye. All right, appreciate the call. <laughs> Stu Bar with you, WICHAM and FM. If you want to get a call in, you would be next. 889 5252 is the number. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. The new year is here. Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram has you covered with our Start Something New sales event going on now. Let us help you make 2023 your best year yet. You work hard, you deserve it. Falvey's will help you have the best car buying experience. Falvey's has a great selection of models in stock ready for immediate delivery. Falvey's has one of the largest selections of new vehicles to choose from, including the all-new plug-in hybrid 4XE Grand Cherokee and Wrangler. Save big during our Start 
Something New sales event. Located on Route 32 in Norwich, just down the street from Mohegan Sun, or visit us online at falvies.com in the comfort of your own home, where you can easily custom order to meet your needs. In the center of it all, serving southeastern Connecticut and beyond since 1932. No matter what direction you're coming from, all roads lead to Falvies. Hi, this is TJ Falvey. Stop by today and experience the Falvey's difference. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. By the way, we're also going to be adding some 50s music, you know, late 50s. uh, Getting more of your favorite songs in. So you'll hear uh, maybe some songs you haven't heard in a very long time. Just have a few minutes before the news at 11 o'clock um, from Norwich to Claire Bissett, who writes great columns. Parents have set the agendas for three community conversations with public school leaders in the coming months. Topics that affect students of all ages. School Superintendent Kristen Stringfellow said that she polled parents for topics of interest. School administrators, school resource police officers and experts will present each topic at the three sessions. The first session will be at 5.30 to 7 p.m. Thursday at Global Studies Teacher Memorial Middle School on school discipline policies and prohibiting items. Second session on March 15th at Kelly Stream Middle School will address Internet safety and screen time. And the May 3rd session at Unka School will be on anxiety and depression. Each session will be held in the cafeteria with school care provided in the school's library. Pizza and soft drinks will be provided. Thursday's session will help answer questions parents often ask, including why students cannot carry mace or brass knuckles to school, hairspray, aerosol, whipped cream, or even sunscreen. Stringfellow said parents have told school officials that They give their children mace or brass knuckles to carry for protection at bus stops or walking routes. Stringfellow said instead parents should report potential unsafe conditions to be addressed by school resource officers and principals. Aerosol cans are prohibited because of the danger students could inhale fumes to get high. Some students could have allergic reactions to sunscreen. I don't know why you need sunscreen in school. You're going to stick your head out the window? and I don't know. Each session will start with uh, an overview of the issue, relevant school policies and state laws. Participants then will break into three groups to discuss specific issues and present ideas. Participants will rotate among the groups and then discuss their ideas. hope there's some good turnouts for that. It'll be a good idea, huh? Table discussions Thursday will include why over-the-counter items are prohibited, suspension policies, how to prevent the items from being brought to school, why school and bus behavior could lead to search and seizure of student property. You've got to nip that stuff in the bud, huh? And at the March 15th session, table topics will include screen time, Internet safety, why cell phones are not allowed in classrooms, how cell phones contribute to bullying, Stringfellow said parents often argue that their children need phones for emergencies. She said East Classroom has an emergency phone. Parents can call schools at any time if emergencies occur. 
The May 3rd session will address anxiety and depression. Topics will include signs and symptoms of anxiety and depression. How TikTok and other social media affect children. Warning signs to take it seriously. And Stringfellow said parents are asked to sign up in advance so officials will know how much food to order and how to prepare for child care. Parents can contact the host schools to sign up for the specific sessions or register online at the school district website. I think it's good. It's a good idea. Getting some input from the parents, who should certainly be involved in the schooling with their children. By the way, Goodwill, uh, the Goodwill in Norwich is remodeling, possibly expanding. A listener wanted to know about that yesterday, so they are temporarily closed. Personality Radio, WICH AM and FM, WICH 1310 AM, 94.5 dB in Norwich. It's now 39 degrees and it's 11 o'clock. This hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. It's job one for first responders in flood-ravaged California. We need to get these uh, everyone out of the area to higher ground, uh, to a place of safety. Ventura County Fire Captain Brian McGrath on ABC7 Los Angeles. There have been high-water rescues, numerous evacuations, as a parade of deadly storms continues to march across California from north to south, bringing devastating flooding. President Biden was quick to label former President Trump as irresponsible over his handling of sensitive government documents. Well, now, questions being raised over Mr. Biden's handling of the very same kind of paperwork. A number of documents with classified markings were discovered as Biden's personal attorneys were clearing out the offices of the Penn-Biden Center, where the president kept an office after he left the vice presidency in 2017 until shortly before he launched his 2020 presidential campaign in 2019. The documents were found on November 2nd, 2022, in a locked closet in the office. Correspondent Keith Peters says the Justice Department is looking into it. The North American Leaders Summit wrapping up in Mexico City today. After meeting one-on-one with Mexico's president yesterday, President Biden holds bilateral talks with the Canadian Prime Minister today. All three leaders met for dinner with their spouses last night, and the three will hold formal talks this afternoon before concluding the summit. The agenda has included immigration, security, trade, and combating illegal drug trafficking. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. The newly led Republican House passing a rules package that proponents say will restore the People's House, providing more transparency and assuring that conservative legislation will make it to the floor for a vote in the House. Watching Wall Street, stocks in positive territory at the moment. Right now, the Dow is up 71 points, the Nasdaq ahead 19, and the S&P trading four points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. You know that your dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. At Key City Capital, we know that as well and would like you to know about investments we believe can make sense in an inflationary environment. For more details, check us out at keycitycapital.com. Key City offers passive investments in cash-flowing real estate that can help offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. When prices rise, more couples and families further delay home ownership. 
Key City Capital owns thousands of rental units with attractive prospects for income and appreciation as more and more renters apply to live in their communities. Let the team at Key City Capital grow your wealth and diversify your investment portfolio. Connect with them today at keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. Again, that's keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. China has stopped issuing visas for South Koreans. Retaliation for what Beijing describes as discriminatory anti-COVID measures imposed on Chinese travelers. China's angry because it says that those policies are only applied to travelers from China when really the Omicron variant of COVID is being passed around about 70 countries at the moment. And so it's complaining that this is just going to amplify anti-Asian hate. What I find interesting, though, is that it's only imposed these retaliatory measures against South Korea and Japan. It has very testy relationships with both of those countries. So it's going to be interesting to see if it rolls out more retaliatory measures. The BBC's Celia Hatton. Islam's annual Hajj pilgrimage in Saudi Arabia will return to pre-pandemic levels this year after restrictions saw the annual religious commemoration curtailed over concerns about the coronavirus. News and analysis, townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Well, it's a pleasure to talk with Kenny Shu, who is the president of Color Us United, which advocates for a colorblind society. And any decent, uh, thoughtful person would agree with that. Kenny Shu is with us. Hi, Kenny. Hey, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Uh, your book is the the late inconvenient minority, the attack on Asian American excellence. So a lot of things we can discuss. Of course, just recently in the news, we're finding out that some schools are holding back excellent grades because they don't want to hurt the feelings of other students, which actually makes no sense whatsoever. 1.5 million U.S. high school uh, juniors took the PSAT, which determined whether a student qualifies for a prestigious National Merit Scholar. When it came time to submit his college applications this fall, they didn't have a National Merit Honor to report. These are the things that are going on in the education system, as you're well aware of, Kenny, but let's talk about, first of all, what I've been hearing a lot about is uh, Asian people who are welcome here like anyone else. There's been a reluctance to have them go to certain colleges or they kept the limit down talk about this problem yeah let's let's talk about it so um, right now historically in the admissions process we're, it's supposed to be a merit-based process why because the college admissions process is supposed to reflect our ideals of justice and everybody believes no very few people believe in truly equal outcomes. Most people believe that outcomes should be determined based on merit, right? You should get into the best schools because you're the most meritorious for it. Well, that philosophy is changing, especially among the political left right now. They believe that merit is racist. They believe that things like preparation, hard work, um, family discipline, deferred gratification, those kinds of personality traits are racist. Um, 
And as a result, they're trying to change the system to be, we're going to admit you based on your identity and your background and whether you can tell a compelling victim story rather than whether you actually work the hardest. And the population that is hurt the most from this change in philosophy is Asian Americans, right? Because Asian Americans, they come here, they don't have money, all they have are their skills. So they're reliant upon their skills, they're reliant upon their self-discipline, they're reliant upon their hard work to get the opportunities they have. And it's worked for a while, but now it's changing. And so with my book, An Inconvenient Minority Chronicles, is this new philosophy that is endangering both Asian American livelihood and meritocracy in our country, and, and why Asian Americans are the key to reclaiming this concept back in our culture. So, basically, a lot of uh, Asians in this country are not being accepted to college just for that reason, because they're Asian. Yes, and because they don't complain. <laughs> they don't <laughs> complain. That's the yeah. other reason. Uh, you know, in, in, in China, if you spoke up against the system, you, you know, some cases you could have your head cut off, especially in past history, uh, in, in current history. Uh, in America, if you don't speak up, people don't give you stuff. Um, so Asian Americans are finally learning to use and exercise their voice for their rights. Uh, Harvard has been accused, for example, of discriminating against Asian Americans. Same thing with the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. And um, they require, for example, Asians to get 200 points higher on the SAT to have the same chance of admission as a black person. Amazing. Uh, it's unjust. It's unjust. And these are the people um, that are crying uh, racism all the time, and they're, they're doing it. But they're doing it. Right. Right. Because in the people who cry racism cry racism because it gets them stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, look at what happened to that uh, New York Times professor at Chapel Hill, the Nicole Hannah-Jones. Uh, she, she, she made her entire living off of crying racism, made the 1619 Project, and, you know, as a result, was offered a gigantic tenured faculty package uh, at the university system. So it does work, unfortunately, in some cases. Yeah, unfortunately, you're right. And it works a lot because people are so afraid to say something because they're going to be called the R word. So uh, they don't speak up like they should be speaking up. And, uh, Kenny, the long-term effect of this, if you're getting not the best people for certain positions, like a surgeon or a doctor or a pilot or whatever, then um, gradually it's going to be dangerous for a lot of people. So I'm surprised more people don't speak up about this. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if, if, if Asian Americans, um, the, the, the matter, as a matter of fact, our young people today are being taught a very dangerous philosophy, which is don't work hard or, you know, don't, don't defer your gratification, don't, oh, you know, um, put self-discipline in yourself. Instead, complain, um, position yourself as the correct victimhood identity, whether that is race or whether that is being LGBTQ or whether that is um, being a certain victim group. But the more you can position yourself in that way, the more privileges you're going to get. And our college system admission system um, supports this wholeheartedly. So, um, this is what we have to fight against. Uh, it's happening in our high schools, at Thomas Jefferson High School, which I know we're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, they are rescinding merit-based awards, even from high-performing students. Why? Because at the top math and science high school in the nation, which is Thomas Jefferson High School, they started doing affirmative action. They started admitting less qualified people because of their race. These people obviously underperformed. They feel bad about it. 
they need to uh, they they respond by cutting off the high performers and failing to let the high performers know that they're high performers because they want to be inclusive of what of mediocrity of the low performers. So let's punish, punish Asians and other students because they uh, work harder and study more, basically. And, and they and they believe that they can. They believe that Asians are not as likely to complain about it. That's why mm-hmm. they believe that they can get away with it because Asians are not as likely to complain about it. And for a while, that, is, that has been true. Recently, that is changing. Um, and if you follow me on Twitter at Kenny M Shu, Kenny M like Mary X U, you can see this new movement um, that I've been chronicling. Um, this this rise in Asian Americans finally, you know, speaking up, asserting themselves in this culture, saying, actually, my merit is worth something. And you want me as a software engineer, you want me as the person who can, you know, contribute greatly to my community and society, at least give me my merit-based dessert. I'm not asking for special treatment. I'm asking for treatment based on my merit. Well, the good news is... Uh my friend, is that uh, a lot of the media now is picking it up. You know, they, the media is, the woke media has kind of blocked a lot of this stuff, but I'm hearing more about it, so it's people like you that are getting the word out. The uh, Color Us United, um, tell us about that organization. It's, um, you are the president of it, so you must have a hopefully a big group. Yeah, we have Many thousand, we have over 13,000 members right now. And if you go to colorusunited.org, what we do is we advocate for a race-blind, merit-based society, right? Uh, if you are working in a Fortune 500 company, say you're an employee right now, you must be witnessing right now this dramatic diversity, equity, and inclusion movement. And, of course, it's anti-meritocratic, and it's saying we need more diversity for the sake of diversity. We're not going to promote the most qualified candidate. We're going to promote the candidate based on a quota. We're not going to promote you based on your, how hard you work or the results that you bring. Um, and you're witnessing this trend. You, if you are resistant to it, um, skeptical of it, um, join us because we will advocate for you. We're, we're about to launch a major campaign in the medical field right now protesting the DEI um, destruction of excellence in medicine. Um, and so if you're part of that industry, I want you to share your story to me at colorusunited.org. Um, we will look at it. Boy, I'm rooting for you, this uh, wokeism. You can see it in Washington, uh, how they select people for these very top positions. I don't think they are selecting them on just how good they would be at that position. They're looking for uh, this person from this group or that group or this group, and um, you can see how it's hurt. And uh, if you look at the whole picture, and I'm sure you do, Kenny, with the education in this country, we're going downhill on many topics. Um, you know, yes, math yes. and, uh, you know, we're supposed to be sharper than, uh, well, years ago we were considered one of the best, and now we're just going down the list. Yeah, you know, and by the way, America still produces great math and science talent. Our top of the, cre- our cream of the crop is doing, is, is still the best in the nation. The problem is, how do you treat the cream of the crop? You know, how do you incentivize to get more cream of the crop, right? Most people don't want to do math. That's fine. That's fine. But the people that do, you need to support them. You need to invest in them. You need to have schools like Thomas Jefferson where these people, by the way, this is a public school, so it's not like they receive elite, it's not like these, these parents are rich or anything. You need to give these people the opportunities to compete with the best in their field. And you, you ask any math teacher, 
if there's a subset of the class that is, you know, significantly lower than the rest of the class, it drags down the entire curriculum. You're not able to teach at such an accelerated level that you want to teach. This is why any seasoned math teacher will tell you that they want the classes segregated by, not race, by merit, right? By how good you are at math. And, and because it allows them to teach at the, at wherever the schools, uh, the school children are at. That's the system that we should be enforcing in our society, and it's moving in the direction of, well, we want everybody to be equal, so we're going to lump the truly great kids with the mediocre kids. Yeah. And I, was, and, you know, I don't even want to say mediocre, just like less yeah, good it, kids, the yeah, kids who would benefit from being in a curriculum that serves them rather than that serves the top Yeah, people. there's always somebody who's going to be smarter or better in certain things. Of course, that's how it's been forever. And uh, just, uh, I think yesterday, uh, Kenny, I guess there were two more schools that they found out were just ducking on results from uh, some of these tests. So it's probably... We're going to find out there's going to be many, many schools that have been doing it. If Just recently we heard of three just not giving results of those that did very well and accomplished. We have a, a question for you. Hi, WICH. You have a question, a question for Kenny. I do, Kenny. My name is Patrice, and I have a question for you. Um, do you. Are you aware of Mensa? Because I lost a friend that was a member of Mensa, and he, we were very close for 14 years, and he was the most intelligent man I ever met. I worked in Rochester, New York for, for 10 years for attorneys in Hartford, Connecticut, and, you know, typed documents for our, for our top courts of the country. And I'm wondering how you feel about Mensa. And I'm hearing you talking about assessment, but I'm not hearing you talk about methods and techniques of assessment. Thank All right, you. Thank you. I'm sure you're familiar with Mensa. Yeah, yeah. of course. And thank you for calling. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with Mensa, the high intelligence uh, society that was created. You have to test to get in. Uh, you have to take this assessment, and then they say, well, you know, the top 1% of test takers are going to get into our Mensa society. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my thoughts on assessment. Um, there's been a lot of scientific studies on assessment. Um, you can take a basic IQ test. Um, you could take a thing like an SAT. Um, each one has its own positives and drawbacks. The reason why I'm largely supportive of the SAT to continue to be used as a method of assessment uh, in aptitude is because it combines the merit-based skills that you kind of want in a person for an academic field, which is, one, you have to have some innate intelligence. I don't believe that everybody should go to, I mean, should go to college. In fact, most people don't go to college and their lives are fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you have to have some innate aptitude. You can't be, um, you know, not apt for, for that. But then secondly, you have to work hard, right? You have to be able to study. Uh, you have to have some self-discipline. That's the tools that are required to succeed in a place like college. And so the SAT, yeah, I mean, you can prepare for it a little bit to get a better score, but you also have to have a good aptitude for it. So that's why I support tests like that. Um, obviously, it shouldn't be the only factor in admission, um, but it should be a factor. Has anyone in your family been uh, affected by these 
these particular rules, I'll call them rules or discrimination. It's outright discrimination. Uh, yeah, you know, you know and, and look, um, I'm, the, the fact that you don't get a promotion and that you're not hired doesn't mean that your employer is discriminating against you. And mm-hmm. even if there may be a little prejudice, it's, it's, at some point you just got to suck it up and you just got to say, I'm going to move on to the next guy. Um, but I do believe that processes and missions should be as merit-based as possible. Um, promotions should be as merit-based as possible. You should be going, um, when you're first hired, it should be as blind as possible, especially to your race. I'm fine with all of that, but that's not what the left wants. The left wants you to see race, and they want you to view a person's race as a victimhood story that gives them an extra unmerited benefit that they don't merit based on their own skills alone. That's the issue that we have here, and that, that's what the Asians are really protesting. They're not... They're, they're being discriminated because they're Asian, um, but they are being discriminated uh, because they are, they're unequal standards that are being applied. If an Asian person merely changed his skin color to black, he would, a, he would go from a 25% chance to be admitted to Harvard to a 95% mm-hmm. chance to be admitted to Harvard. Same SAT, same grades same teacher recommendation score, same personality score, uh, he would go from a 25% chance to a 95% chance, guys. That is not a coincidence. Yeah. People yelling about uh, being fair and uh, they're turning around and can't get any more unfair. How can we, the people, uh, get more involved in this? Uh, Certainly colorblind group is great but uh, are you on uh, do you get on any of the uh, any of the networks not having you on because of their opinion well I was you know I even got on CNN um, all right before, so good was, for you Kenny uh, that was, it was good um, because this look in California I ran a campaign uh, to stop a ballot measure that would have allowed race preferences in admissions. Mm-hmm. 58% of voters voted against this proposition. 58% in California. Wow. The most liberal state in the country. Americans do not want people to be treated on race to help them or to hurt them. That's just, that's just a fact. So I know that this message is strong enough. So you should join Color Rush United and, and come into being a member of an, of an organization that is fighting for your rights to a colorblind, to colorblind treatment. That, that's what we do. We fight for your rights to colorblind treatment. Um, and that's why you should join us. Most logical Americans do feel that way, but you'd never know it with the rhetoric that you get out of Washington. Let me get one more question in here for you. Hi, WICH. Okay, we lost somebody there. So tell us how we can join, Kenny. Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to colorrushunited.org, there's just this box that you can scroll down to right there, and it says, what interests you about Color Rush United? Uh, and then there's also a form right there where you can just put your name and email down, and you can even send us a tip about what's going on at your woke company. We promise we're going to keep it anonymous um, until, you know, until we decide we want to make a targeted campaign on a certain company. We tackled Salvation Army last year, and we had the help of several Salvation Army officers who were complaining to us that they were making trainings uh, where basically they said, if you're a white person, you need to shut up and you need to stop talking because white people are racist. 
It's oh, so bad because these are the white people that literally go out and serve black and brown communities all over the country, give them food and shelter and clothing. These are the least racist people alive, and they're being so accusatory towards them. So that's just an example. We actually forced the Salvation Army to rescind that document that accused their white members of being racist. Right. So we're all moving on to our next target, um, but we rely on people like you to give us tips uh, on the inside that we can decide on which is the next issue that we need to tackle. So, but we're especially looking for people in the medical field, so really sign up if you're in that space. That's the last place I would think would uh, you'd have a problem with the Salvation Army, but that shows you how the propaganda is seeping everywhere, and you got to put a stop sign on it like you folks are doing. So I wish you a lot of luck, and uh, just a pleasure to talk with you, and I'd like to get updates from you as well so we can uh, get this going because it's getting out of hand and uh, comes right out of Washington. You know, now it's, uh, if you're white, you're terrible. You know, they just keep flipping around. And I think they just do it for political reasons. I don't even think they believe it. Do you think it's all politics? Uh, I think it's largely politics. Yeah, you know, um, look at what Joe Biden did with his Supreme Court justice. He explicitly said, I am going to nominate a black woman yeah. to be a justice. Not, I'm going to nominate the most qualified person. Not, I'm going to nominate the person that will best protect the Constitution. Yeah. He specifically framed his nomination in the lens of race and gender, because that's what the left believes in now. They believe in treatment based on race and gender. It is racist, and it should be stopped in this country. Well, Kenny, it's, I'm glad we got to speak, and uh, good luck with your program, uh, and I'm going to uh, keep discussing it on our talk show, and thanks for being with us. If you ever want to do uh, another segment, uh, let me know. Certainly will, and follow us at coloristunited.org, and follow me at Kenny M. Shu on Twitter, XU. Great. Take care of yourself. Good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. Kenny Shu, something to think about. We'll be right back. Here's the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, up to 43 today, a partly cloudy night tonight, 23. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, 41, becoming cloudy on Thursday with some scattered showers in the afternoon into the evening. Uh, Thursday's high, 47. The rain really ramps up Thursday night and into Friday. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Well, I have to congratulate uh, our leaders in Washington. They've done a heck of a job dividing us. I give them an A-plus for it. Right from the get-go, how can we divide the people and use it to our benefit to make everything racist? They've done a marvelous job, and now people are hopefully speaking up. A lot of people haven't spoken up because they think they're going to lose their job or they're going to be ridiculed or ignored. They're called names. 
Kenny Shu, author of the new book, An Inconvenient Minority, The Attack on Asian American Excellence, president of Color Us United, for years two administrators at Thomas Jefferson High School of Science and Technology have been withholding notifications of National Merit Awards from the school's families, most of them Asian, thus denying students the right to use those awards to boost their college admission prospects and earn scholarships. The episode has emerged amid the school district's new strategy of equal outcomes for every student without exception. School administrators, for instance, have implemented an equitable grading policy that eliminates zeros, gives students a grade of 50% just for showing up, and assigns a cryptic code of NTI for assignments not turned in. It's a race to the bottom. (laughs) Now, Anybody with common sense think, you've got to be kidding me. Is this really happening? How how is this country going to move forward with that kind of mentality? Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hi, Benny. Ben Hi, Ben. I I enjoyed uh, listening to your last guest. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have a question for you. Sure. Now, when when your guest said, how do you pronounce his name again? Kenny Shu. Kenny Shu, okay. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Shu said towards the end of his interview that President Biden told the American people that he was going to select a black woman for the Supreme Court. Did, did he say something? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He wanted a woman right. of color, yes. Yes. Don't you think, I was going to ask you this, but don't you think most quest, most people realize why President Biden said that? Yeah, I, he wanted to show that, uh, you know, he wants to give an equal chance for everyone. Yeah. But he but should have said the best qualified. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to tell you what, what another reason is, and it was, and it's large. See, I'll tell you before I tell you why he said it. See, Perhaps it's just my uh, perspective on on President Biden. I know he's not perfect, but one thing I I believe that he has is more than average political skills. And I believe he said he was going to select a black woman because he was he wasn't doing that well during the primaries, the Democratic primaries, and he found ways. He had ways, he found ways or whatever to... No, he was uh, doing very poorly in the, the primaries. Mm-hmm. And he did it skillfully, and he did it through uh, a congressman mm-hmm. down in South Carolina. Yeah, he gave him a big boost. Right. But he also, uh, you know, he, 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 he told the congressman that he, he wanted, the, congress, uh, the congressman told Joe Biden, he, he wanted to see a, a black woman on the Supreme Court, something to that effect. And he knew that that would help him get elected. And, and that's what he did. He, he, he let people know he was going to do that. Yeah, well, that's how so that's what politicians are. They want to get votes from each group. That's what they do. They, they try to uh, get that's each group to vote for country. them. Hmm? And, you know, we, we, we... I believe we will have to change trying to obtain votes because of people's 
the way they are. We all are human beings, but we, breaking us down into categories, I mean, that we got to do better than what we're doing. Okay, Steve, All right, thank, thank you. you for letting me in on the, in the second inning. Appreciate it. Breaking us down to categories. I agree we, sh- we're, we keep doing that. Breaking us down to categories. It should be who is the best suited for the job. I mean, you're talking about Supreme Court justice. You want to get the best possible person. You wouldn't be saying, well, I want somebody who's gay or this or that. I mean, certainly uh, there's no reason why they shouldn't be. But you can't go and say, well, I'm just looking for somebody of this religion or this color. Should be the best possible person. These jobs are so important. Vice president, president, in my opinion. Of course, in this program, you're welcome to disagree with me. Um, It's definitely a a forum for everybody. And our number is uh, 889-5252. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Fortunately, taking a child's temperature is easier today than in the past. I'll be back to discuss a few options. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. In this modern age, there are several ways to take a child's temperature. There are convenient forehead strips that are held in place until the color changes to denote a reading. There is a digital ear thermometer that is inserted into the ear canal to get a reading. And there are digital thermometers that can be used three ways. The most accurate way for children under five is to use the thermometer rectally. The least accurate way is to place the thermometer tip against the skin of the armpit. But the most common way is to place the thermometer tip under the tongue, keeping the lips closed. Ask your pharmacist for advice. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. I remember when President uh, Biden first became president. You know, he said, we're going to bring people together. We're going to work together. One of the first things he said, you know what our biggest danger is in this country? White supremacists. And right away, it was the white thing. Bing, right off the bat. And he was already elected. I don't know why he kept doing that stuff. Anyway, let's see, uh, last fall, about 1.5 million U.S. high school juniors, the Asher team took the PSAT, which determined whether a student qualifies as a prestigious National Merit Scholar. When it came time to submit his college applications this fall, he didn't have a National Merit Honor to report. But it wasn't because he hadn't earned the award. The National Merit Scholarship Corporation, a nonprofit based in Evanston, Illinois, had recognized him as a commended student in the top 3% nationwide, one of about 50,000 students earning that distinction. Principals usually celebrate National Merit Scholars with special breakfasts, award ceremonies, YouTube videos, press releases, and social media announcements. But TJ school officials had decided to withhold announcement of the award. Indeed, it turns out that the principal, Anne Bonatius, and the Director of Student Services, have been withholding this information from families and the public for years, affecting the lives of at least 1,200 students over the principal's tenure of five years. 
think that principle should be locked up, in my opinion. Recognition by national merit opens the door to millions of dollars in college scholarships and 800 special scholarships from corporate sponsors. This is going on, and it's going on in more places now because you're gonna because it's out, it's out in the open, and you're going to be hearing much more about it, and that's good because maybe we can stop this nonsense. If you disagree with me, by all means, we can have a peaceful conversation on it. This portion of our program is an open topic. Any subject is okay, and the number is 889-5252. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. 39 degrees get into the mid-40s today. That's good. We'll take that. No shovels today. Let's get back to the lines. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. I like listening to your guests, and that was my point uh, of everything. Um, I was talking about, he was talking about, it, it's about uh, qualifications, not equity. This is where we're heading. And the COVID, uh, which we had for the two years, and now the, the stuff that's going on in education it's going to set back that generation, you know, when they get old enough to run this country. That's frightful to me. But um, in my family, when the COVID came around and whatnot, and this is only in my opinion in my family, that they chose not to get the vaccine. And uh, my nephew, who has three children, um, two of them were homeschooled, thank God. Uh, because what they're teaching today, uh, and this is a good parent that teaches their children respect, education, and to move forward. And that's all I have to say. Okay, thank you. Well, that's good. I have no problem with that. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Hi. Um, I was listening to Mr. Shu about what he was what he was talking about, and I can't have come to the conclusion that the only way we can get rid of this problem is to take anything referencing race off the application forms, any application forms, and um, I think the, the, the squares referring the little squares, you know, when you take off your race. I think they yeah. should be mm-hmm. taken right off any application. And on, 
Um, yeah, that's a good idea. I, I agree with you. And, and believe me, if anybody is discriminated, really discriminated in work, school, or anywhere, I want it to be addressed immediately. Right. Because I want everybody to be in the same situation. I don't want any bullying, any picking, any uh, prejudice. Okay. But Another thing, too. When it comes to uh, funding and um, uh, income of a, a family, if it, it, it's a required or, or, or wanted, you want to know, it should come after the fact. And then mm -hmm. these groups that uh, pay for funding and, and um, uh, um, uh, you know, these money you can get from the government. I forgot what it's called. Sure. Um, but if they're in need, sure. Mm -hmm. Take it, take it into consideration. But the person um, who is uh, applying for the job shouldn't, um, or school scholastic, um, shouldn't have to go through all that. The first, first thing, hmm. um, they, the 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 score should be on a merit, and that's it. You know, speaking of that type of thing, my sister, uh, you know, was looking for a job once, and, the, you know, they asked her, how old are you? And they shouldn't even ask that. It's shouldn't ask so how old you exactly. are when you're looking exactly. for somebody for a job. But she could have stopped them and said no, but, you know, she did tell them. But, of it, course, it, it influences it, uh, who they're going to hire. But, you know, um, yeah, and other things influence people, too, besides a race. You know, the way you're dressed, the way you... You know, come in and may maybe the expressions you make. You know. Um, well, certainly, if you're uh, going for a job, or you know, you should right, dress nice, right, nicely, and right. neatly, anyway. Hmm? Right, and all those things should be taken into consideration after the fact. Mm -hmm. No, you're making good sense to me. You're making good oh, sense. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Somebody. Right. Okay. Good sense over nonsense. But you know, we have different opinions, I'm sure. Some people agree with me and get mad at some of the things I say, but that's okay. We can still be friends. We could go get a milkshake. Well, I heard from my friends at the Better Business Bureau, which needs a little bit of uh, intro music. Okay. Good for them. They got a nice introduction. Connecticut's consumers reported scams by to BBB more than 100 times during the holiday season. I hope you weren't one of those that were taken. 115 scams to Better Business Bureau scam tracker between November 1st and January 1st, resulting in more than 50,000 in losses. By comparison, during that same time frame in 2021, there were 45 reports of scams, resulting in 17,000. So, scams are alive and sick, aren't they? We're scammier than ever. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Yeah, second time calling. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome. Welcome to the new year. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, it's early in the year. We can fix some things. Yeah. Hopefully. Right? So, make it a great new year. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Healthy New Year. Be nice New Year. 
The most reported scam was the online purchase scam. Local consumers lost an average of $500 on online purchase scams. Often the victims reported ordering an item on a website or through social media but never received it. In some cases, the scammer went as far as to give the consumer a tracking number, but the item never arrived. Among the items ordered over the Internet were kitchen appliances, clothes, toys, and puppies. Were you one of those that got caught? You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi there. Hi, Stu. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. That's good. That's good. Uh, enjoyed your, I enjoyed your uh, segment there with Mr. Chu. I think it's... Uh, it it's, brought back to mind uh, mm-hmm. a number of things. Yes, sir. To mind a couple of things, but one thing goes back to about the 70s when I worked at UConn. Um, I, was, uh, I was, uh, was employed at UConn, not as a teacher, but uh, as a uh, as a member of the staff, and we had a. Well, I remember we, we on campus there was a uh, an Afro American center, an international center, and a a Puerto Rican center, mm-hmm. and each of those uh, centers had their own um, director and so forth. But at that time, I can recall. Um, having a meeting, being being asked to attend a meeting at which where one of the vice presidents uh, pretty much uh, led the meeting and uh, the topic of the meeting was racism. And, you know, it, it stuck in my mind uh, because on, on, a, on a college campus at that time, and I can't imagine it's that different now, uh, there's lots of different nationalities and races and mm-hmm. it's a variety of people when you get 20,000 people together who come to a university uh, lots of people are there um, and it just seems to me it's I grew up in a town where maybe there was let's say 25,000 people there were maybe two families three families at the most who were um, who were black mm-hmm I do not remember any, any uh, Asian students in my high school. Uh, I don't either. Today, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but today, it's, it, it is more integrated. People have, are, are moving around more and so forth. And my, I guess, I, I guess what, where I'm going with this is my, I have, well, let's say six doctors, eight doctors, whatever. Um, who are uh, I probably have half of them are uh, Indian and uh, mm-hmm. you know I, I don't have I don't see other many other uh, Asian doctors in the area in this area that I go to are being offered but my point is this if I have if I have to have brain surgery I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care uh, where you've been, where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like somebody who's who's competent. Absolutely, uh, number one, competent. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to uh, going to take my brains into their hands and uh, uh, handle them with care, and hopefully I'll come out the other end and still have my my wits about me. Um, I think I think that uh, a couple things. I, I hope that the Asian community. Uh, could could somehow uh, 
uh, be a little bit more. They are, they are um, what would I say, not, they're quiet. They're a quiet group of people, by and large. Uh, I, you don't hear about a, an Asian group of people causing trouble. I don't. I can't tell you. I don't. I don't hear it. But they should speak up. Uh, this this is grossly unfair. Uh, when when a high school student who works hard is deprived of of uh, recognition, and is and, and it just it just is unfair. Oh, it's and, totally and ridiculous. I'll, I'll leave yeah. it at that. I mm-hmm. I just think it's it's a deplorable. It, you know, I I hear these politicians often say that. We're better than that. They use that phrase. We're better than that. Uh, oh, um, get politicians out of education. Get politicians out of making some of these decisions, uh, and we'll be a whole heck of a lot better for. Uh, we, there should be uh, uh, there should be people of different different backgrounds. Period. Different backgrounds who who are on certain boards. Who can uh, make make uh, a, a greater a greater more comprehensive decision? I, I just I just think that uh, we're going over the same thing over the same thing. And who's going? Who's 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 throwing the fuel on the fire? Well, I, I am pretty who's sure who is doing it. On the fire, mm-hmm. it's it's those who see a benefit mm-hmm. to destroy a structure. Uh, an entity called the United States of America. They want to grossly change everything. And I say, no. Education is a totally different thing. We need people who want to learn. And when they want to learn, they can pass on, they can save society in a lot of ways with their hands and with their knowledge. I love my doctors. I love, I love interacting with them and appreciating what they've done uh, for me as well as for others, and it's really it's really refreshing. I, I I just love going to see the doctor. I love going to see the dentist too. Some people hate the dentist, but uh, I love <laughs> well, the dentist. And mm-hmm. these are these are people who have, who have something special to offer, just like an auto mechanic. They 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 do something that somebody else might not be able to do, but uh, you can't you can't you can't stop people. Getting an award. Well, certainly, if, if, if this country <laughs> is going to survive, we need the best possible people in these positions. Uh, right. If we not, don't, we're not, not going anywhere. Politically based appointees, mm-hmm. not because somebody said you need to fill this quota or do that or eliminate this approach. Um, it's, it's a, a free flowing uh, think tank of, of, of ideas and exchanges, and uh, people, people just got to chill out get, get I'd like to take that I'd love to be able to I'd love to be able to take my doctors with me and go into a doctor should march on Wallington uh, on uh, on uh, Washington they really should they, doctors and farmers should just go into Washington and march on and get to get to tell their story uh, all right thanks for uh, thanks for sharing your story I appreciate it okay pal Stu Brian with your WICH. We have, uh, whoa, nice day, huh? 40 degrees right now. I'm, you know, it's frustrating. It truly is frustrating. And, and what's going on in colleges, whether you believe me or not, is a, a big form of discrimination. Uh, need to accept people, if they're Republican or Democrat, shouldn't be prejudiced against what they believe in in politics. And yet we see a lot of that.
We see a lot of that. That's why a lot of speakers are not allowed in colleges, because the students won't put up with it. Well, the heck with the students, huh? Maybe they should go and hear what the other side has to say. And I'm not making this stuff up. Let's see, what can I make up? How about Hansel and Gretel? Remember that story? That was amazing. All right, so getting back to some of the scams, uh, people have ordered tires that have never arrived. Tracking number says, delivered to address in OR, but I am in Connecticut. And they didn't get their tires. Some of the other phishing scams were nearly as prevalent as imposters pretending to you to be USPS and other delivery services targeted residents with a common delivery con, using false claims to steal money and personal information. In most instances, the scammer claimed that a package couldn't be delivered because of incomplete address information. The consumers were advised to pay a $3 fee to BBB Scam Tracker to warn others. But a few paid the fee and found that once the scammer had their credit card information, they charged them more than $3. So it was a bad uh, holiday season for those who were scammed. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, Stu, this has nothing to do with anything at all that you've been talking about today. But earlier you were promoting something where they were going to have pizza and soft drinks later. And I, I thought to myself, that's an odd word. What, what, what does what does that mean? Soft drink. I mean, I get it. Well, you know, soda. it's funny you should say that because when I said it, I I said, huh? yeah, it's funny. All the drinks are soft. <laughs> but I mean, like, I I think we all think of things like that from time to time. My radio's not too loud, is it? No, no. But I we're oh, in the good. same wavelength. As soon as I said Isn't it, it funny. I know. Yeah. Old, I'm going to call you from now on, old tall man, because we discussed the people yeah. look at us when we're in the aisles and want us to get something off the top shelf when they're short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why <laughs> but, do we call uh, it soft drink? Yeah, that's my new nickname for you. You've got all the Boston Benny, and what are you going to call me? Um, um, oh, well, you're my you're my hairdresser, buddy. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll give a we'll give a good name for you. In the meantime, <laughs> they call it uh, hard liquor. <laughs> yeah, correct. There you go. Which but, is but really you know soft. I mean? You said that you went, and they'll be offering soft drinks. What's a soft drink? You know, it's mm. just funny. You know. Yeah, but um, my whole thing didn't go too well last week. But some people said stuff. It was kind of funny. How about that lady? Did she ever resolve her scalp issue when Susan called, uh, talking about the apple cider vinegar? I don't know. I haven't I heard. Wanna... I haven't heard back for uh, from her. But she got some pretty good information. I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to call her back again, but I forgot. I have a client who has a very bad scalp condition, not just dry scalp, but severe. And I told him a few things to do, and he on his own decided to use apple cider vinegar, and it. It cleared right up. No kidding. That's great. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and there's another thing out there, too. Seabreeze, remember the old um, oh, toner that you put on your face? Well, you're a guy, so you probably never used it, but mm-hmm. like a Stridex pad, but it comes in a bottle. Liquid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to put Seabreeze treatments on people's heads, and it tingles. That's like I said, the tea tree stuff, but um, apple cider vinegar it does the same thing. It just, whatever it did, it sloughed all the dead skin cells off. So- and, Apple cider vinegar, you you just rub it in your hair, right? Yeah, well, you know, you probably, yeah, l- yeah, I would do it over the sink. If you're in the shower, just rub it in for a few minutes and let it sit, kind of like effervescent. Um, you unclog your drain, white vinegar and baking um, mm. powder, baking soda, baking soda. Yeah, baking you soda and white vinegar, I'm learning that there's a whole book on baking soda, what you can do oh, with yeah. it. Oh, yeah. 
But to unclog a drain, if your drain is slow, like you don't want to pour grease or food or anything down there, mm-hmm. it gets clogged every once in a while. You pour a vinegar down there with some baking soda and let it sit for a minute, and it goes down the drain. And then you um, add hot water, and it just whatever it does is just dislodges the gunk, and away goes the drain problem. So I'd like to ask you this, because you're a hairdresser, and I do sure. have some time. Is there any new hairdos uh, that you had to learn in the last few months? I haven't been to a I'm 60, going to be 61 in April, and I have not been to a class in years. Mm-hmm. Some hairdressers really pride themselves on uh, keeping up with the latest uh, color trends and things, like for the kids who want crazy colors, but technically, no. I mean, the classics are still out there. We do a lot of the bobs, uh, wedges, you know, the short on the bottom and a little higher on the top. You know, most of the older ladies get short haircuts. Um, then there's still people like me. I have long hair. Uh, it's in a ponytail or in a bun. It's very thick and curly. Um, so, you know, no, not really. Just, um, do you have many uh, m- males that uh, you cut their hair? Yes, yes, I do. Um, and they're they're pretty much as, as they get. I have, um, I'm 60, so I have the 10 years younger than me and the 10 years older than me group. Mm-hmm. And, or, and also my group as well. And over the years, I've done some of these guys since they were 19, and now they're 50. Oh, good for you. Wow. And, and they're into the buzz cut now. So, like, you buzz the sides, the back, and then scissor and comb the top because either they're thinning or, you know, that just looks best on them. So um, I have a couple of mullets, not many. That's <laughs> hmm, interesting. Uh, you know, it's an interesting profession that you have. There really isn't a lot of change anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, people, are, the, the kids, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it on their own. They're going to do it to themselves. They're going to go to mm-hmm. somebody crazy that's going to do it. But, nah. So, um, so what about uh, dandruff? I don't hear too much about dandruff anymore. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, no. You know, you know. I don't even really know what is dandruff. You know, is it? It's a condition, obviously, but most people complain about dry scalp. And obviously, yeah, so like you said, would, it's winter time. Maybe you try um, the same thing you would do for just an itchy scalp as dandruff. Yeah, you, know? you know, too. The simplest cures work: olive oil on your scalp. Mm-hmm. Remember years, years, like I said, again, you're a guy, but years ago we used to try. I wrapped my head. My mother put mayonnaise all over my head. Well, what is mayonnaise? Eggs and oil. Oh, okay. So That's you, an interesting you one. Each strand, you slather it on, wrap it up, put your head with tin foil, which conducts the heat to keep it warm if you don't have a dryer at home, and your hair. And I've done the beer thing. You're supposed to wash your hair with beer. Um, oh, my goodness. So you can get a good head? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't uh, know, but it's all crazy. Uh, the mayonnaise thing I can understand because it's got uh, oil and eggs. Um, but other than that, I think, I think like uh, Susan says, natural is the way to go. I always believe that. So, so when you were little, did you have to take cod liver oil? I didn't, no. Mm. Um, what did I have to take? Nothing. There was vapor on my chest, maybe. That's about it. We oh, we used to you know, our parents, my parents, I don't know if these things really worked. You take this, and it's so good for you. And one of the things was cod liver oil, and I wanted to run away from home because yeah, it tastes so You know, so my horrible. father ate a half a grapefruit every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I love tomatoes, but I never was a tomato juice fan, but I like it now. Um, what do we have to eat? You know, you're, you're 10 years older than me. Whatever my father and mother put on the plate, we had to eat it. And I was like, Mommy Dearest, sitting there with that cube steak. Oh, I hated mm. cube steaks. I'll tell you about some of my eating habits sometimes. Uh, my mother had to pretend the fork was alive. Sticky stew. <laughs> listen, uh, thanks. Good to talk to you. You too, Stu. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. You too. So I got a perm once. <clears throat> God knows why. 
and uh, it looked pretty good. It looked all right, but it stunk. What a smell. I don't know if they have other ingredients for perms now, but I was just lying back in this. Wow, it was awful. I got a perm. That was my last perm. It wasn't permanent, for sure. Hey, we're heading toward the news at noon, and uh, I hope you'll go there with me. Swamp Yankee. That's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools, are fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Swamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. So the uh, the crooks, the mutants, uh, had a pretty good year during the holidays, scamming people. So if you certainly uh, want to get more information, just contact your Connecticut Better Business Bureau, and you can contact them at uh, 860-740-4500. That's my go-to person, Kristen Johnson, and she can direct you to... Which department would be best for you? Mm-hmm. The scam with the largest single monetary loss investment, $15,000. Okay, got a news break. Lunchtime oldies, pure fun, coming up. Hope you get your favorite songs in there. We like to mix them up a little bit different from other folks. On Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. And FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. After Tuala, for he's a jolly good fella. Right now it's noon, news time. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. California's storms are swamping roads, battering coastlines with high surf, turning rivers into gushing flood zones, and forcing the evacuation of thousands in towns with. Histories of deadly mudslides. The storms are even prompting tornado warnings. At least 14 people have died since the storms began last week. In Ventura County, Janine Conahay, speaking to ABC7 Los Angeles, says she's offered to help neighbors whose home and paddock were threatened by rising river levels. We discussed it the other day. She has a horse and a pony that's down basically at the river line. She boards them there. And um, she lives in the front house from me. We're on high ground right up here. So I said, you know, we've gone through this before in 98 during El Nino. We had my sister and her husband have some horses stay at our place. Forecasters expect that rain to continue through today after dumping up to 14 inches at higher elevations in central and southern California. Also at townhall.com, Republicans have approved their rules package for governing U.S. House operations as correspondent Norman Hall tells us. The rules package was approved 220 to 213, a party-line vote with one Republican opposed. Central to the package is the provision that allows any one lawmaker to make a motion to vacate the chair, a vote to oust the speaker. There are other provisions that weaken the power of the speaker's office and turn over more control of the legislative business to rank-and-file lawmakers. But it's an open debate if the changes will make the House more transparent in its operations or grind it to a halt. Norman Hall, 
Washington. Wall Street turning mixed ahead of key updates this week on inflation. The Dow ahead three points, but the Nasdaq is down three. More at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. An unpopular compensation package for Palestinians gets a makeover by the Israeli government. We have the latest from the media lines, Felice Fritz. Israel's newly appointed finance minister has acted against the Palestinian program of providing stipends to families of those killed or captured while attacking Israelis. The program of support has been labeled pay for slay and condemned by Israel, the United States, and a number of European nations. Ultra-nationalistic finance minister Bitsalo Smotrich froze the transfer of millions of dollars in taxes and tariffs Israel collects for the Palestinians under the Oslo Accords process, some of which is the source of the stipends Israel contends encourage violence against its citizens. The minister said he intends to distribute the collected funds to Israeli victims of Arab terror. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. The UN Human Rights Chief says Iran has been weaponizing the death penalty in order to strike fear in the population and to stamp out dissent. Four young Iranian men have so far been hanged in connection with the mass anti-government protests that have swept the country since the end of September. The UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, Vilka Turk, has described the punishment of Iranians for exercising their basic rights as tantamount to state-sanctioned killing. He echoed Iranian rights groups that have said that the trial procedures have been deeply flawed and he warned that two more young men are at imminent risk of execution. That has not yet occurred, but their families fear it could take place at any moment. BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher. British officials disappointed after the first attempt to launch satellites into orbit from the UK ended in failure. Britain hoping to become a major player in making satellites. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Feel so bad about uh, what's happening in California, all the floods and the heavy rains that are still going on. So we'll be thinking of those folks and uh, hope it stops raining there. My goodness, here's a little California music. All the leaves are brown, leaves 
We should do a uh, the opposite of a rain dance and try to help out those folks there. Mamas and Papas, that was their first big hit. And it uh, started a career. You know, they were only popular for like two and a half, three years because the group kind of dismantled. How about another uh, California-type song getting us into the lunchtime oldies? put flowers in my hair that keeps falling off there. Uh, Scott McKenzie had that song in the California days. Of course, I haven't played this in a very long time. It's uh, Tony Bennett has never been the same since he left his heart in San Francisco. You know, the loveliest of Paris seems somehow sadly gay. The glory that was Rome is yesterday, but then... The loveliness of Paris Seems somehow sadly gay The glory that was Rome Is of another day I've been terribly alone 
and forgotten in Manhattan. I'm going home to my city by the bay. I left my heart in San Francisco. High on a hill, it calls to me to be where little cable cars climb halfway to the stars. The morning fog may chill the air. I don't care. My love waits there in San Francisco. Above the blue, and when the sea, when I come home to you, San Francisco. Mr. T, Tony Bennett, his classic San Francisco song, Stu's Lunchtime Break. We're just doing a little salute to California, thinking of those people, what they've been going through. And the forecast doesn't look real good either to stop all those uh, pouring uh, rain situations, but uh, maybe we'll bring them some luck. Do you need help paying for heat? You may have never needed our services before, but TVCCA is here to help during this difficult time. Through the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program, TVCCA can provide assistance heating your home, no matter your primary heating type. If you've already paid for a deliverable fuel like oil, our credit can be applied with your vendor for a future purchase. Homeowners and renters may apply. Weekday, Saturday, and early evening appointments are available. Visit TVCCA.org today. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, up to 43 today, a partly cloudy night tonight, 23. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, 41, becoming cloudy on Thursday with some scattered showers in the afternoon into the evening. Uh, Thursday's high, 47. The rain really ramps up Thursday night and into Friday. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. It's currently 40 degrees, WICH. Here's the... uh, 
California theme song. Here we go. Freddie Cannon. Here we come, California. Whoops, we got a little problem with the record player. It's okay. We can fix that. In just a moment, you're going to hear California, Here I Come, or There I Go, one or the other. Family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Okay, let's try it again. Yes, people always ask me, Stu, do you, do you play vinyl? Yeah, once in a while I play vinyl. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So let's give it one more chance for Freddie Cannon here. California, here I come. Okay, we got a little problem with the record player. If you can find somebody that will fix one of these things. All right, we'll move on. And I promise you we're going to get California, here I come in there somewhere. Because that's if I'm going to play some songs for California... I mean, you got to do that, right? Got to play California, Here I Come. Right back where I started from. Let's go back to uh, Johnny Angel. Johnny Angel. Concentrate on Johnny Angel Because I love him And I pray that someday he'll love me And together we will see How lovely heaven will be I'm in heaven I get carried away I dream of him and me And how it's gonna be Other Bray got me out of that mess with California, so she gets her wings. Song from 1961. Stu Breyer with you. Each morning had dawning birdies singing everything I 
morning, at dawning, birdie singing, everything I saw in Christmas said, don't be late, cause that's why I can hardly wait. So open up that golden gate, California, here I come, yeah. Woo! get through that one. Huh? That's Freddie Cannon, who has a whole album about uh, Kansas City and uh, Chattanooga. And, of course, California's in there, too. With Stu, it's 1221. Let me check my Stu Doppler window. Yes, got a little sunshine there. Very good. Wear your sunglasses, because uh, sometimes the glare in the wintertime gets uh, pretty glary. So make sure you've got your sunglasses in the car. So it seems like um, San Francisco is the one that uh, most of the songs are about when it comes to California. Seems like the number one place to write a song about, San Francisco. I guess because all the action happened in the 60s in San Francisco. When you talked about the hippie movement and, of course... uh, There are several songs about San Francisco. Here's one by the animals. This is called San Franciscan Nights. This following program is dedicated to the city and people of San Francisco, who may not know it, but they are beautiful, and so is their city. This is a very personal song. So if the viewer cannot understand it, particularly those of you who are European residents, save up all your bread and fly Translove Airways to San Francisco, USA. Then maybe you'll understand the song. It will be worth it. If not for the sake of this song, but for the sake of your own peace of mind. Strobe lights Walls move, minds do too On a warm San Franciscan night Old child, young child, feel alright On a warm San Franciscan night Angels sing, leather wings Jeans of blue, Harley Davidson's on a warm San Franciscan night Old angel, young angel Feel alright On a warm San Franciscan night I wasn't born there Perhaps I'll die there There's no place left to go San Francisco
cop's face is filled with hate Heavens above, he's on a street called love When will they ever learn? Old cop, young cop, feel alright On a warm San Franciscan night The children are cool They don't raise food It's an American dream Includes Indians too Derek Burden and the Animals, they had a big hit just called San Francisco Nights. And of course, then we have our final in this little medley, the California Night Song with Leslie Gore. It's a little California medley. Please stop raining in California. Give those people a break, huh? Leslie Gore, Stu's lunchtime break. Linda Ronstadt is such a good singer. Several times she took somebody else's song and sang it, and it became a hit. Even Buddy Holly 
Linda Ronstadt sang the Buddy Holly song, made it a hit again. Here it is. That sings Buddy Holly. We should have a little button in our pockets. Every time we get stressed out, we press it and it goes, Take it easy, take it easy, huh? Well, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. For the one on me, two, the one to stone me once. A friend of mine Take it easy Take it easy Don't let the sound Of your own wheels Drive you crazy Lighten up while you still can Don't even try To understand Just find a place To make your stand Take it easy well, I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona and such a fine sight to see It's a girl, my lord, in a flatbed Ford Slowing down to take a look at me Come on, baby Don't say baby I gotta know if your sweet love is gonna save me 
Just take it easy. Hmm? Do you do that? When's the last time you just sat down and did a little meditation? You know, do the, one of those mantras. Hmm, or, or mine was, I'm hungry. Yes, I took a little transcendental meditation. You know, when rock and roll came in, Frank Sinatra thought, hmm, maybe I should try something that the kids would like. Well, it didn't really work out. This may be the worst song that Frank ever recorded. But we have it. Bim Bam Baby. Hey, now! Take a mip-map-mop and a brim-bram-broom and clim-clam-clean up the rim-ram-room cause your bim-bam-baby is coming home tonight. Get my slim slam slippers and my easy chair Run your flim flam fingers through my greasy hair Then kiss me baby, let me hold you tight Been north and south and east and west But even a honeybee needs some rest When I get my jacket and my trousers pressed I follow the swallow right back to my nest Don't you whim-wham worry if my train is late Gonna shim-sham shuttle on a frim-fram freight Cause your bim-bam baby's coming home tonight And a brim bram broom Clim clam clean up the rim ram room Cause your bim bam baby's getting back tonight Get my 
my slim slam slippers and my easy chair Run your greasy fingers through my greasy hair Kiss me, baby, let me hold you tight I've been north and south and east and west But even a honeybee needs some rest When I get my jacket and my pants all pressed I follow the swallow right back to my nest Don't you whim-wham worry if my choo-choo's late Gonna shim-sham shuttle on a frim-fram freight Cause your bim-bam baby's coming home tonight Cause your bim-bam baby's coming home tonight Open that door, baby, cause here I come all right, you don't hear that Frank Sinatra song very often, but it's kind of cute, I guess. <laughs> Bim, Bam, Baby. The hidden Frank Sinatra song on Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Break. Linda Ronstadt has an album with all songs about stars. And she sings all of them really good. Here's one called Starlight and Star Bright. Rights. Some people buy stars. Did you ever get involved in that? You can buy your own star and you own it. <laughs> yeah, I, true. I, you know, I never bought a star, but I wonder, how do you know which one is yours? I just put a bit of STU on it or something, but maybe you're a star owner. Well, good for you. You may be the only one that owns that star. And they're all about the same size, so you can see them. Where are you, little star? Where? 
stare at the star too long, you'll be starstruck. All right, be careful. Listen to Perry Como. It was originally an old country song Perry made a hit out of. Don't let the stars get in your eyes. Don't let the moon break your heart. Love blooms at night, in daylight it dies Don't let the stars get in your eyes Or keep your heart from me, for someday I'll return And you know you're the only one I'll ever love Too many nights Too many nights Too many stars Too many stars Too many moons could change your mind Don't let the moon change your mind if I'm gone too long, don't forget where you belong. When the stars come out, remember you are mine. Don't let the stars get in your eyes. Don't let the moon break your heart. Love blooms at night. In daylight it dies. Don't let the stars get in your eyes. Oh, keep your heart from me, for someday I'll return. And you know you're the only one I'll ever love. To be alone Too many nights all alone Oh, please keep your heart While we are apart Don't you linger in the moonlight When I'm gone While I'm gone Don't let the stars get in your eyes Don't let the moon break your heart Don't let the moon break your heart 
Love blooms at night, in daylight it dies Don't let the stars get in your eyes Or keep your heart from me for someday I'll return And you know you're the only one I'll ever love I'll ever love I'll ever love You're the only one Engine 52, don't let the stars get in your eyes. He threw that in. Perry didn't think it was going to be a hit, and it was a tremendous hit for him. Sold a million records. How about, uh, what year should we go to now? 1971. I like that line. Sweet Mary, I'm coming home. That's the least I can do. <laughs> there you have it. One hit for Wadsworth Mansion, and it was a dandy from 71. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline is March 15th. Go to ctba.org. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. 
You got it. Keep tuned. I'm going to be giving away, uh, and we miss him dearly, the Gabby Cabby's book that he wrote this week. Give you a chance to uh, win that special book about a lot of his adventures uh, in the cab driving business. So uh, keep it here. We'll give away that book this week, and it's now a real nice collector's item. I haven't heard from the Gabby Cabby in a very, very long time, and we certainly uh, wish him well, but I know his health was failing, and he, he decided that uh, he wasn't going to do it anymore, at least for the time being. would be nice to have him back again with his true tales of the week. Hmm? Hey, how about something by Barbara Streisand? She kicked in with a, a great song as the decade of the 70s rolled in. This is called Stony End. Or Rock Bottom, one of those. Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young coming up. You couldn't get better harmony when they were singing together. Here's one of their big hits with Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. 
sorry Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud I am lonely I am yours You are mine You are what you are You make it hard Tearing yourself away from me now You are free And I am crying This does not mean I don't love you I do, that's forever Yes, and for always I am yours, you are mine You are what you are
Judy Blue Eyes, that was written for Judy Collins, who used to date Stephen Stills. And, you know, they wrote a song about her there. How about, uh, did you ever watch Dark Shadows growing up? Well, here's the theme from Dark Shadows. Don't be scared. It's only a record. next hour. Please stay and we'll have a good time. See if I can find some more d'oeuvres. Personality Radio WICHAM 13.5 W233DB in Norwich. Coming up to 1 o'clock, here is the news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The Justice Department is reviewing a batch of potentially classified documents that were found in the Washington office space of President Biden's former institute. The documents with classified markings were discovered as Biden's personal attorneys were clearing out the offices of the Penn Biden Center. That's where the president kept an office after he left the vice presidency in 2017. House Republicans have adopted a rules package. The vote was the first legislative battle for newly elected Speaker Kevin McCarthy and his House Republican conference. The package passed mainly along party lines and a 220 to 213 vote. The terms of the package were central to closed-door negotiations last week between McCarthy allies and detractors. McCarthy had to give up a number of rules concessions to win over some of his GOP holdouts and put him over the finish line. Additionally, the new rules package does away with proxy voting, which was instituted in 2020 amid the COVID-19 pandemic as a way for members to vote remotely. Bernie Bennett, the Capitol. Also at townhall.com, prosecutors say a man who drove a truck along a New York City bike path killing eight people in 2017 did it for the Islamic State. Julie Walker reports. At the start of Saifullo Saipov's federal death penalty trial, his lawyer said his client meant to kill people, explaining that Saipov was convinced a terror act was his religious obligation and he expected to die a martyr that day. But his lawyer said prosecutors were wrong to claim Saipov did it to earn admittance to a terrorist group. Meanwhile, the prosecution said Saipov wanted to display an ISIS flag in his hospital room where he was recovering from police shooting him and also described the carnage on the West Side bike path, adding Saipov had hoped to kill others by driving onto the Brooklyn Bridge where he could mow down even more people. Julie Walker, New York. The Dow had 45 points and the Nasdaq up 43. More at townhall.com. You know that your dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. At Key City Capital, we know that as well and would like you to know about investments we believe can make sense in an inflationary environment. For more details, check us out at keycitycapital.com. Key City offers passive investments in cash-flowing real estate that can help offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. When prices rise, more couples and families further delay homeownership. Key City Capital owns thousands of rental units with attractive prospects for income and 
and appreciation as more and more renters apply to live in their communities. Let the team at Key City Capital grow your wealth and diversify your investment portfolio. Connect with them today at keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. Again, that's keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. Brazil's president has met with state governors to discuss how to defend democracy following the storming of Congress by ex-president Bolsonaro's supporters. Leaders from all 26 Brazilian states from across the political spectrum joined President Lula in his ransacked palace to show their support for the institutions of democracy. Together they visited the Supreme Court, which was also trashed by protesters. Some governors offered to send police to ensure order in the capital district. President Lula again condemned what he said was an attempt to instigate a coup and promised to bring the organizers to justice. But he also stressed that most people who voted for Jair Bolsonaro did not agree with what had happened in Brasilia. BBC correspondent James Reed. Sweden's security agency warning that it expects Russia to increase activities threatening Swedish national security. Some believe it's because Sweden has applied to join NATO. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Prosecutors have detailed suspicious activities by the husband of a missing woman. Brian Walsh of Cohasset, Massachusetts, was arraigned Monday in Quincy and held on half a million dollars bond on a charge of misleading investigators. His wife, Anna, a mother of three, was last seen January 1st when she was purportedly traveling to Washington, D.C. for her job at a real estate company. Prosecutors say Walsh attempted to delay investigators when he failed to tell them about his visit to a Home Depot when he bought $450 worth of mops, buckets, tarps, tape and other items. Walsh's cell phone data shows he traveled to the areas of Brockton and Abington while he was supposed to be on home confinement, awaiting sentencing on a federal fraud case involving the sale of fake Andy Warhol paintings. I'm Jennifer King. In Los Angeles, Georgia remains number one in the final Associated Press College football poll after routing TCU 65-7. to More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Okay, you got your seatbelts fashioned. Fastened. Nice thing like fashionable seatbelts. You kind of make noises and you don't even know why some of those things are happening or the light goes on and you know, I got to get to the book and the glove compartment and see what's going on. Hmm? It happened today. I, I'll check the uh, car when I go back out. There's a, a light that I wasn't familiar with. Uh, oh, yes. So nice to uh, memorize that book in the glove compartment. How many people buy a new car? How many of you out there buy a new car and actually read the directions for the car? Tell the truth. I'm on page four now. Hi, WICH. Welcome. Okay, starting things off with a hang-up. Here we go. So, um, let's see. We, I was going to tell you, they went to the doctor yesterday. There used to be a time when the doctor would come to us. They'd call and make an appointment. And uh, they were telling me how sick they have been. Wow. One of the people that saw me said she had a 105 temperature a couple of weeks ago. That's a lot of temp. Hi, welcome to the program. 
Hi, Stu. Hi. Wow, there's going to be some feathers flying on the news <laughs> tonight. Yes, I hope you're not allergic to feathers. Oh, I'm not. I used to sleep on a feather bed when I was a kid. My mother had one. Oh, you had one of those, huh? Yeah, a real one mm-hmm. with, with the striped mattress. Co- I mean, full size. I mean, those things are really warm. I guess I suppose it was an antique. I don't know. Mm, could have been. Anyway, so you've heard about uh, the Biden um Paperwork that they found in uh, that uh, mm-hmm. yes, of course, in Pennsylvania College. Yes, we have heard it. Yes, we mentioned it. Yep. Well, there's more than meets the eye there. Oh, there's more. Is there an oh, update? Oh, sure. Guess what? There are some paperwork that was found from night. Yeah, nineteen thirteen, twenty thirteen, and Biden has only only been a vice president vice presidents do not have never had the power to declassify Mm. therefore he should not have had any of that stuff and what they're saying is it took he's had some of this stuff in his possession for almost 10 years or in 20 well somebody an attorney spilled the beans on him huh and Mm -hmm. uh, it was on Ukraine it was on Iran. It was on United Kingdom. And uh, I'm going to tell you, Bongino, you know Dan Bongino, because oh, yeah. he worked for um, Obama, Secret <clears throat> Service, and then quit half, you know, early on. He said, the Biden's residences need to be raided. They do, because he said, President Trump, had the right to declassify anything he wanted as a president. He says, I don't know if he did it the right way, but he said, he can do that. Biden cannot do that. Now, here's going to be a test. Tomorrow, everybody that watches mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, we shall see if they bring that story up at all. Because I, th- I doubt they I will. think they're going to have to because it's all over a lot of places. They're going to well, have to know. I they'll probably give the old quiet deer in the headlights look and say two, two seconds about it and then go on to another story. But this really... Bongino said it's criminal. What he did was criminal. Not what Trump did. I'm well, I want to get, I want to get, I want to make, hold on, Susan. I want, Susan! I want to make sure I get all the facts before I call a criminal, right? Be patient. Well, Dan Pagino, he, he was in the Secret Service. He knows people. No, I know I he's good. Him. I know that. I listen to Tucker Carlson tonight, I guess. I know him. He's very good. Yeah, but you, I still well, want to. That's going to, you know, that's, that's going to be the big deal tonight. And here's a secret about car stuff, because I've had trouble with lights forever. I had a car, and it wouldn't start no matter if I put a battery in it. I don't care what I did to it, right? AAA came and everything. The guy was real smart. He said, wait a minute. I think I know what your problem is. Because he, he put a brand new battery. There's a little fuse on a little box on the side of the car above the engine. There's literally a fuse that basically runs the whole engine. It, it, it keeps the um, 
juice going from the battery to everywhere. He changed that little fuse, and the whole and the car started up. I thought the car was dead, and I bet a lot of people think their car is dead, done for, because mine was a 2000. And no, a little fuse. you got to check that fuse box on top of the well, engine. you are well, a person of a jack-of-all-trades, a Susan of all trades, you know, know all this stuff. I know, because I stand there, and I watch. I'm very inquisitive. I noticed. I noticed that. That's why you read so much. I do, right? because I, I, I want to know things. Because, you know, you learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, I'm reading, I'm like, oh, brother. And what I heard this afternoon, I just think somebody's going to be in hot water this time, for All real. Right. Well, we'll find out. i got to run, but thanks. All right. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. I just wanted to... Um, I'm, I listen to music a lot. I was brought up with it. And I'm thinking back in the 60s, back in the day, around that time, um, sometimes you bring up uh, lost bands and whatnot. I'm thinking of family bands, um, Lamparellis. Oh, yeah. There was a club, Lamparellis. Mm-hmm. I, I guess play at Alapuma in Waterford. For a time, I don't know what happened to them. The family band, and I know some of the uh, uh, people there. And there's another band, which was a Filipino band, and it was the Morellos. And I don't know if you remember them, but they played at Ocean Beach um, and whatnot. And uh, those family band uh, bands, I'm just wondering... Um, I know the Lamparellis also had a barber shop, I think, in Norwich. So if anybody has any memory or, you know, what's become of them, um, well, be nice to know. Sure. County, mm-hmm. you know, um, they were really, really uh, good, well-known. All right, it's a good one. We'll see if we can get some action on it. Thanks. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Well, hi. I, I I know some of the Lamparellis as well, and um, <clears throat> one of the Lamparelli guys. I don't know if he was in the band, but he has a place called Seaport Auto on 184. He like junks cars and fixes them up. So tell her that I'll stop in there sometime. It's right on my way to work, and I'll ask him what happened to his family's band. <laughs> okay, sure. That'd and be and the other thing was, um, yes, I have a car that's one year old. I've got a 2022. Uh, Subaru Outback, and no, I've never read the manual ever. Why is it we don't read the manual? You know, we it's so expensive to buy a car, and there's so many gizmos. Because the guy that I work with, he's the barber on the other side, Mm -hmm. and he keeps yelling at me, and I can't even say what he says over the air. But he goes, "Read the book, Karen. Read the book." I know. No, I just I wait, and then something else goes. I see road conditions. I see this icon come up. I'm like, what is that? I pull over thinking something's wrong with the car. Then um, when I first got the car, I was rarely, I'm, I'm enamored with the radio. I love the radio like most of your callers. I just listen to the radio 24-7. And I hit the, um, what did I hit? Oh, the hazard button by accident, mm-hmm. trying to turn the radio on. Mm-hmm. And this red light's going on and off. <clears throat> I had to ask my boss, could you come here and see what's going on? He, the guy goes, get the book. I said, no, I don't want to get the book. I want to learn as I go along why these lights. It'll tell you that if, how old's your car, by the way? Uh, let's see. Car? The car is now three years old. 
Okay, so you're like me. So I've got, I can call on the phone in the car if I want to, um, and then it stops at a light and the engine goes off completely, but you can take that off if you want to. It's for fuel efficiency, and I'm not a big fan of that. If you stop short and you're really going to come close to someone's butt, it stops the car for you. Yes, that's correct. That's a good and thing. And at first, I didn't like it, but one time I stopped really short, and mm-hmm. you can feel the brake go down. It saved me a good dent one time. Yeah, me too. And then I'm used to the little beep, beep, beep lights coming by, like someone's coming on my left. Mm-hmm. The thing lights up. But, like, I won't look. And Why I go, don't you okay, look? I know where the heated seat is. You I don't look the at the book. Is. I know how to use the phone. The basics. I, I really don't care. But yet, I didn't even know how to use the windshield wipers. And it was raining one day, and my husband said, Why don't you just look in the book? Look in said, the book. It's in the book. I don't want to. I don't Why want are you to. stubborn about the book? I'm stubborn about the book. But it's been a year, and I think every bell and whistle has gone off, and um, <laughs> I still don't know how to use the heated steering wheel. But that, that'll come. Okay. Oh, you've got to learn the heated steering wheel. Come on, look under heated steering uh, wheel segment. Well, I got, well w- w- the um, internet went out one day at work for everybody, and then my Bluetooth went out in the car, so I couldn't make a phone call on the car. And it, and I actually figured it out, and I don't know how I did it, but it took me over a week to just sit there. I Googled it. I finally Googled it. I didn't even look in the book, and I just thought, I'm going to figure this out, and I did it. So... Well, that's when I you like want to, to master it, it yourself. I, I, I don't want to look at the book. So well, I want to repeat this. I've said it before, but for those <laughs> of you who ever get in your car and mm-hmm. all of the lights start flashing, which happened to me going into WICH one day, and I said, this car is dying. I mean, everything breaks, you know, seatbelt, this, boom, boom. Sometimes all you have to do, and I bet you Susan's going to say yes to this, turn it off and turn it back on. That wasn't it. And then sometimes, like, the ABS light comes on all the time. I have a 2001 Volkswagen Beetle. It's got 250,000 miles. Wasn't that either. Wasn't that either. Sometimes things come on, and it's just the ABS light will come on. But The reason it happened, because if you don't put your your gas cut, gas uh, back correctly. Yep. When you, you know, you make, you got to hear that clicking sound. Yep. Which makes no sense to but me. And then sometimes mm-hmm. the, um, the diagnostic thing, a friend of mine worked at the Volkswagen garage, and he came over and just, like, tripped it. And it saves you a lot of money because they have to 100 bucks just to go in and see what's wrong. If that engine light comes on, doesn't necessarily mean it's your engine. It could be anything. Okay, so somebody could have really taken a lot of money from me and looked through the car for hours and hours. But the guy said, your gas cap was not... See? Tight enough. Yeah. As soon as I tightened it, all those lights went off. That that's gonna. It must be something with the air in the car and the. Who knows? knows, But yeah, it's bizarre. But anyway. So the next time you get gas, make sure you click it. Instead of reading the book at night, maybe we should read our manuals. There you go. I'm I'm up to page six. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Read the manual, and I'm guilty. Wich, welcome. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi, Larry. Um, boy, this uh, this information must be very important regarding uh, uh, the idiot. It's, uh, it's on MSNBC and CNN. Did you ever think in your life that you would see this on those two well, stations? I guess they couldn't they couldn't hush it up anymore. They had I to guess go they with can't something. Avoid this, huh? Yep, it's big news. Big big news that Joe Biden. Yeah, it's on those two stations. Has some things that um, maybe he shouldn't shocking. have. Mm-hmm. Shocking. What do you think they should do with this uh, Republican uh, guy? Uh, George Santos, that lied about every single thing to get elected into Congress. Why did McCarthy swear him in? 
I don't know. I don't know. Isn't uh, there some kind of ethical thing where he could have been uh, put aside for the time being until his investigation was complete? In my opinion, I guess the argument, Larry, is you could say how many how many uh, politicians are guilty of very very dangerous lies? Not uh, like that. Well, listen, the guy obviously has a problem. Yeah. Listen, I don't know of another Republican or Democrat that lied like this guy did to get elected into Congress. This this guy lied at just about everything except his name. Yeah, he's he's got a problem. He's a pathological liar. Yeah, he's a serious problem, mm-hmm. and he should he should not be in Congress. I don't know what they can do with the rules and regulations, are, but he should have never been sworn into Congress, and now McCarthy should find a way to get rid of him. He should not be there in the Republican Party. Period. Okay, but you know about some of the uh, horrible lies that... Uh, come from Washington through the years. I mean, really amazing lies to people to get elected. But this guy is um, really over the top. I get it. Yeah. Well, the other lies came, uh, too, when uh, when they were already in Congress. Mm-hmm. And they were there for quite a while. So it's a lot harder to get rid of them when they've been there for eight, ten years and so forth. This guy is brand new. And uh, I wish they could have found a way not to swear him in on uh, on Saturday night. but. I guess that was not to be done. So whatever they can do now, I guess would be uh, beneficial to, uh, because I, I don't think he should belong uh, in the in the party. That's my personal opinion on him. And one other thing on the 12 o'clock news, uh, uh, the idiot in his administration's at it again. Now they don't want to sell any more new gas stoves. Oh, yeah. No so more gas stoves. If you want to use gas stove and you <clears throat> use gas to eat, cook in your house, you better hope it never breaks down. Mm-hmm. Well, they always have, uh, you know, global warming and um, weather warning to, to lean back on. Natural gas. Mm-hmm. Natural gas has nothing. Zero. Zero to do with global warning. <clears throat> Zero. I don't know. It's very confusing to me. That's all I can tell you. It's very confusing. It's very confusing to me. You see, other countries have gone that route, and and they are doing so poorly. Yeah, why don't you look at the other countries? And the people are just, you have no money. It's it's amazing, really. I've I've been looking into that. It doesn't work. I'll leave you one little thing. You know that little cold way we had at Christmas? Yes. Remember it lasted two or three days? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, open up the day and look on A2. Okay. News in brief. Did you read that little article, Power Plants Find for Problems on Christmas Eve? That was just oh, yeah. a two-day cold wave, and they almost had to do a rolling blackout because they didn't have enough power to support the, the, the uh, cold wave. That's right. Terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know why? They didn't, they didn't indicate why they didn't have enough power. That almost caused a black wave. But uh, it was because of the, uh, of the Green New Deal and cut, cutting fossil fuels. Well, you've got some uh, real bad people who are up to putting us in that position, shooting in uh, those power plants, and uh, yeah. it's going to keep happening. So, I hope okay, not. Okay, have a good afternoon. All right, thank you. It is afternoon, huh? It's time going quickly today. It's 122 WICH. We have weather. One thing for sure, we have weather. And it's going to be moderate today. Little sunshine peeking out. Temperature should be in the lower 40s. I'd say a little bit higher for this time of the year than it usually is, but we'll take it. 
Currently, it's 41 degrees. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Sue. Hi there. They, they say it's, uh, they've determined it's carcinogenic gas stoves. Well, boy, they've been around a long time, so... I know, I know. I mean, I I'm know. not a big fan of gas stoves, and I don't have one, but... Um, yeah, you know. I, we always had one. But, yeah. but uh, they say they've, de- they've determined that they are carcinogenic. Well, you could so. find that in probably anything if you want to. Yeah, you could. You could mm-hmm. probably could. Yeah. So you have a gas stove now? No, I have an electric stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've well, had one now for twenty-two years. A lot of people have gas fireplaces, and yeah, you know. and they say they're they're carcinogenic too. They're bad too. So. Who are they that make all these rules? I want to I know who they know. are. I don't know. If you're I part of they, please stand up. Where are, the, where are they? Scientists. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you. All right. They. Who represents they? I want to listen to these and those. I'm not sure I want to listen to they. Hmm? They could be better than these. Or these could be better than those. I want them all to get on for a big debate. And uh, see who they really are. Now that I've confused myself, it's 124. Stu Breyer with you at WICH. Our number is 889-5252. Big story about obesity. Childhood obesity. I don't know if I was obese when I was a kid, but I was uh, pretty plumpy. I was pretty plumpy for a while, then I got pretty thin and pretty, you know, kept flip-flopping. Children are struggling with obesity should be evaluated and treated early and aggressively. What do you do, have a food fight with them? Including with medications for kids as young as 12. Medication, huh? Surgery for those as young as 13. Uh, I don't think I go along with that, but let's go on with this article. The long-standing practice of watchful waiting or delaying treatment to see whether children and teens outgrow or overcome obesity on their own only worsens the problem that affects more than 14.4 million young people in the U.S. Left untreated, obesity can lead to lifelong health problems, including high blood pressure, diabetes, and depression. So, I can't picture my mom saying, hey, Stu's are kind of chubby, let's have an operation. Waiting doesn't work, said Dr. Uh, Anili, co-author of the first guidance on children, obesity in 15 years, from the American Academy of Pediatrics. What we see is a continuation of weight gain and the likelihood that they'll have obesity in adulthood. Maybe you could uh, help your kid get a diet? Is that possible? Or stop bringing giant jars of marshmallow fluff home. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Um, I have a gas stove, and I, it's propane. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Are they talking about propane or natural gas? <clears throat> I don't know. I never heard uh, what she was talking about, uh, so I don't know. Maybe she can call back if she can tell us propane or natural or what have you. Right. I bet you've had the stove for a very long time, right? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, cooking <clears throat> with gas for like 60 years. Yeah, well, people, millions of people have gas stoves, and sometimes if there's just a minute degree, and I don't know for sure of something that's not a good element, they will kind of bring it up big time, but 
As I mentioned, you could find that in any product, probably. I know. Mm-hmm. It's going to be that way, you're right. But if it is significant, we'll, we'll hear a lot of it on the news. Yeah. I haven't been watching too much of that lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't blame me. You need a little peace and quiet. Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you. A little you. music, which Appreciate. I still miss on WICH, by the way. I understand. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, I don't think it matters what, what t- type of gas stove you have. It's gas, stu- gas stoves. Okay. Okay? All right. I'll okay. be looking into it, too. Thank you. Okay. Oh, my sister got rid of a gas stove because it smelled awful. And I said, well, you know what? Why does it smell like that? So now she has a new stove, and it's much better, but... It didn't appear to be leaking gas, but it just had a strange odor. Hmm. Hey, let's take a look at the weather. I'd like to hear from you at 889-5252. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny, up to 43 today, a partly cloudy night tonight, 23. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, 41, becoming cloudy on Thursday with some scattered showers in the afternoon into the evening. Uh, Thursday's high, 47. The rain really ramps up Thursday night and into Friday. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 41 degrees, WICHAM and FM. Why wait when miles and miles of carpet and tile are right here in stock at the Floor Covering Shop, Eastern Connecticut's home of in-stock flooring. Been that way since 1963. Sales, installation, financing, and in-stock flooring. Miles of it at the Floor Covering Shop. Come see the Graff family. 385 Central Avenue in Norwich. Online at FloorCoveringShopInc.com and on Facebook. Wall to wall, we cover it all. We got miles and miles of carpet and tile. The Floor Covering Shop. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Phil also makes house calls, so if you have one of those big grandfather clocks and uh, you know, it's hard to bring it into him, he'll come and give it an examination. Hmm? There's really no place like Phil's around, Phil's clocks. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, Ben. Can I make a report? Sure, give me a report. All right, here it is. The new year has just started. And a large, low-flying aircraft just flew over Norwich, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Their families and homes and, and of the residents and the people who work here. The, the date would be today, January 10th, 2023, and the time that the aircraft was seen was at 1.19 p.m., just a little after the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, third hour started. Okay. So I just wanted to report that 
to the people uh, in Norwich so that they, they know what's going on. I have to say some of the flights have subsided. We haven't seen one of these in a long time. But when you, when you see them, they're right there in your face, right on, t- right on, they're right on top of us. So we're going to continue to go after them, and perhaps the city and the state might be in for a few surprises from the residents. Uh, we're, we're not just going to l- lie dormant as we have for years about this issue. So thank you for the time. You're welcome. Too. We've had from a lot of callers on that. They say something about training and. Uh I've got a lot of different opinions on it. You're in the air. Welcome. Hello there. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Good afternoon to you. Hey, uh, you wanted to comment on that you all were talking about. (laughs) Well, first of all, I don't even believe in global warming, but um, Mm -hmm. we've had some strange things that are going on in this century that was done many, many moons ago as far back as the 18th century. Sure. So this is something that is common. But when people mentioned that gas, and they said that woman had called and said that she smelled the odor. Well, I, I smelled I, the. I, I said my sister uh, had a gas stove and I smelled it. Yeah. Well, just so you know, that gas is colorless and odorless, and so if there's an odor, that means that it's leaking and it's put in purposely by our city mm-hmm. um, departments where we get gas, mm-hmm. so that we can smell it, so we don't die in our sleep of carbon monoxide. I just thought I'd put oh, that okay. out Oh, okay, that's a good point, because that was a smell. She got rid of that stove, but I used to walk in that kitchen, and oh, I didn't like that smell. But Oh, boy, it mm-hmm. was just, you know, that's dangerous. I mean, you smell that, somebody could light a cigarette or, or anything could spark, mm-hmm. and the whole place could have blown up. She had one of those things you put on the wall that's supposed to tell you of this carbon monoxide. But, uh, well, thanks. It's, I'm learning about it, and I'm glad she doesn't have that stove anymore. No, that's a, that's a devil, that thing. Okay. I'm glad she got rid of it, Still, You have a good day. Yeah, you too. I hated to walk into that kitchen. But she was used to it because she walked in there every day. You're in the air. Welcome. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Uh, when I call, I'm usually talking facts, because I'm an engineer and I research. Mm -hmm. Carbon monoxide doesn't smell. Just for reference purposes, it just kills you. Yeah, that's more dangerous, of course. You you can't smell it. Those flights are National Guard flights, training flights. They've been going on for probably 40 years. I was in the Guard. I was a lieutenant in the Guard. I know what they are, and that's what they are. And they fly low so they don't interfere with commercial traffic. That's I, uh, all. Okay, that, I've heard that before from other listeners. and uh... Well, this isn't from another listener. This is from a member of the National Guard mm-hmm. who was an officer who found out that's what they were. Not an opinion. It's a fact. Well, that's what we like. Facts. Good. Hang in there. All right. Just like Jack Webb on Dragnet. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. It's hard to get the facts, isn't it, these days? Hmm? It's more like a f. Not really getting a fact. What is truth? Johnny Cash has a song called What is Truth. I wish I could find that. Anyway, this is the program that tries to get as close to the truth as we possibly can. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hi. So they're flying through where it's cotentative. 
And speaking of co-tentative... Um, co-tentative? I don't co- know what that is. Oh, I didn't either until today. Oh, okay. And uh, <clears throat> President Biden went down uh, yesterday to El Paso. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're playing chess, you castle from time to time. You can do it once. So he El Pasoed. Why did he El Paso? He El Pasoed the buck. <laughs> yeah, and especially on a story which sounds so very hollow. Um, what, what's with the documents from a closet from 1972 or whatever year? I don't know. That's a news story that just came out, although I believe that they've known that before. But uh, somebody did the old squealing. So that's a big story. Well, he must not have a, a, a very strong family because if he kept things in the closet and he no longer lived there, mm. uh, the nieces, the nephews, and the sisters would take everything out of the closet and claim it as their own anyway and then try and get it back if you own it. Well, the question is, why would he have it? He was vice president and... Uh, what, were, what were the documents? Well, they're, they're exploring them and it, it appears, and I don't know for sure, that these are documents that um, he shouldn't have had in his person. That's the way it looks at the beginning, just like the situation with Donald Trump. They're investigating that. Should he have these uh, documents? Was it illegal for him to have it? And now they're going to do it with uh, Joe Biden. Should be a lot of fun. Oh, very well. Yeah, yeah, okay. I didn't know what it was. I caught mm-hmm. the end of it um, yep. when I turned the radio on late today. Sure. Yeah. So um, so it has substance, but does not have substance. You know, uh, did he take these documents and... Uh, save just the articles and not the pictures? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Just the funny papers, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, well, you never know. All right, sir. Thank you. Oh, dear. What can the matter be? Hey, we have uh, great music at night and great music on the weekend. We're adding now 50s, 60s, and 70s. So make your weekends a lot of fun with WICH AM 1310 and FM 94.5. Got you covered. All right, 889-5252, if you'd like to get in a call, we are um, up for that. In the meantime, sing along. Oh, I eat watermelon and I have four years Sing polly wally doodle all a day I like watermelon but it wets my ears Sing polly wally doodle all a day Shirley Temple always fixed everything, even the depression. Remember, you're on the air, welcome. Oh, my God. I, now I almost forgot what I was going to say. I hear Shirley Temple singing. Oh, I hope she didn't <laughs> polly doodle you out, out of your topic. <laughs> no, I uh, tell Boston Benny out there, the um, planes, I think I've called him before about this. Um, I live in North Stonington, and uh, the Groton Airport is just over our heads. And we get those, I'm, I'm talking like, if I'm, I'm outside on my deck, it looks like you can just reach out and touch mm-hmm. them. They come so close, mm-hmm. it looks like I'm going to cut the tops. And I have three acres of nothing but trees. I don't know if you know North Stonington. I live down by um, Bon Appetito in the Holly Green Square. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's it's woods. I don't have any grass to, to, to cut. It's just nothing but woods, tons of trees. And uh, we we can hear them in the house in the winter with the stoves going. You hit, it's, it's, it sounds really, really loud. Then you go outside just because it's really cool to look. And they're wicked low. And they look like those um, old, um, 
bomber planes, like the really old green ones, big, huge ones. I can ones. see why people get apprehensive when they come by, sure. It doesn't bother me. It's just that mm-hmm. the first time it happened, I've been here for 17 years, it freaked us out because, like uh, Benny said, they, they come super low. You almost think they're going to crash, and it's just whatever they're doing. They're, you know, training or or surveying or helicopters, too. We get a lot of um, mm. Army, Navy helicopters fly over super low. Well, I don't like, think uh, have you been uh, getting a lot lately, or not as much. Oh uh, no, no, not at all. It's it's it's. We just had one the other day. We just heard it like two nights ago, but not in a long, long time. Like Benny said, um, but um, yeah, they when they come, they come super low, and you can hear them. But uh, I kind of like seeing the biplanes uh, when the weather's nice. There's a lot of people that own little biplanes. And you hear this little brrr, and you look up in the sky, and there's a little. Biplane, little yeah. guy who has a little biplane. You ever um, see one of those? Maybe they should warn you that they're coming so tall people won't go out. <laughs> I'm only five foot nine. I don't think it's gonna. Oh, okay. You're you're all <laughs> it's set. It's true, but it's true. Like he's right. You you get freaks you out. You look up and it's it's not like anyone's coming to get you. If, you, if you're suspicious and you've done something wrong, then maybe you have a guilty well, conscience. Then you could be concerned. Help. All right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Bye. See ya. So, what do you do about kids that are obese? This is an interesting article today. I'm not sure I agree with it. Talking about surgery and that stuff with little kids. Uh, I don't know. They say waiting doesn't work. Dr. Anelli, co-author of the first guidance on childhood obesity in 15 years. For the first time, the group's guidance sets ages at which kids and teens should be offered medical treatments such as drugs and surgery. In addition to intensive diet, exercise, and other behavior, lifestyle interventions, Anelli, the director of Center for Healthy Weight and Nutrition at the uh, Nationwide Children's Hospital, and general doctors should offer adolescents 12 and older who have obesity access to appropriate drugs and teens 13 and older with severe obesity referrals for weight loss surgery. Those situations may vary. The guidelines aim to reset The inaccurate view of obesity as a personal problem may be a failure of the person's diligence, according to Dr. Sandra Hassink, medical director for the AAP Institute for Healthy Childhood Weight, co-author of the guidelines. Now, this isn't different than you have asthma, and now you have an inhaler for you. Young people who have a body mass index that meets or exceeds the 95th percentile for kids of the same age and gender are considered obese. Kids who reach or exceed the 120th percentile are considered to have severe obesity. BMI is a measure of body size based on calculation of height height and weight. Obesity affects nearly 20% of kids and teens in the U.S. and about 42% of adults, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The group's guidance takes into consideration that obesity is a biological problem and that the condition is a complex chronic disease. According to Aaron Kelly, co-director of the Center for Pediatric Obesity Medicine, the guidelines come as new drug treatments for obesity in kids have emerged, including approval late last month of Wegovy. Wegovy, a weekly injection for use in children ages 12 and older. Different doses of the drug called semagogrelin, which I can't pronounce, are also used under different names to treat diabetes. Why don't drugs have simple names? Have you ever noticed that? 
You know, sometimes my pharmacy says your, your blah, blah, blah is ready, and I don't know what she's talking about. A recent study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that Wavegravy, made by Nova North Discs, helped teens reduce their BMI by about 16% on average, better than results in adults. When the days of the December 23rd authorization, pediatrician Dr. Claudia Fox had prescribed the drug for one of her patients, a 12-year-old girl. What it offers patients is the possibility of even having an almost normal body mass index. Also a weight management specialist at the University of Minnesota. The drug affects how the pathways between the brain and the gut regulate energy. It works on how your brain and stomach communicate with one another. Helps you feel more full than you would be. Ooh, I don't know. Certainly, I would try, but your doctor knows more than I, that to just cut down on certain foods, get a little more exercise before you go into the drugs and uh, maybe an operation. But ask your doctor, because they know a lot more than me. But that's what I would do. And it's not easy. It's not easy to lose weight when you want to. First of all, you have to be very patient. Just be patient, because it take off a little at a time. I have a friend who went up, had that operation. She was an older woman, and uh, she never came out of the operation. It's not a peachy keen operation. So they don't just do it, by the way. If you get an operation to remove weight, um, you know, they, you go through a lot of therapy and all that stuff. All right, enough of that. I don't want to put any weight on your shoulders, but I would like to put a little, uh, maybe a chuckle. Here's uh, Brad Upton. If you saw my last special, I made fun of millennials. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, it, uh, it was quite popular. <laughs> Do we have anybody here tonight under the age of 30? Any 20 somethings? That's still the dumbest group of humans I've ever met in my life. You're not dumb academically, I'll get to that, but you are soft emotionally, I can tell you that. The reason I say that, when I was growing up, our parents let us play in the street, climb trees, and blow stuff up. Yeah. And you know what happened if you got hurt or maimed? You got a new name. <laughs> I had two friends I grew up with, Amer and Niner. When Amer was six, he was in the garage with his big brothers blowing stuff up. He lost his right eye. It was closed the rest of his life. He looked like he was aiming a gun. That's how he got the name Amer. <laughs> he was the Amer. Everybody called him Amer. <laughs> I did not know his name was not Amer. Until <laughs> the first day of third grade, the teacher said, Ross Thomas. We all went, Ross Thomas, who? <laughs> Amer, is your name Ross? <laughs> we started laughing. That sounded funnier to us than Amer did. <laughs> and Amer says to the teacher, no, my name's Amer. My mom is the only one that calls me Ross. And she goes, well, Amer, how'd you get that name? He goes, <laughs> Imagine now a kid even pretending to point a gun at a teacher. There'd be a lockdown, there'd be a helicopter above the school. 
my friend and I are in the fourth grade. There were four of us who were all out in the woods together. We were all climbing trees. We were all up about 15 feet, and he fell. And on the way down, he was trying to grab branches, and by the time he hit the ground, he'd lost most of his ring finger. And uh, <laughs> every time I tell this story, I still picture it. It's 55 years ago. It still makes me laugh. Because he got up, and he's dusting himself off. He's going, I'm bleeding somewhere. I'm bleeding. I'm I'm cut. I don't know what. <laughs> and my other friend says, look at your hand. And he, he screamed and he ran home. And we all climbed down and followed him, but none of us thought to look for his finger. <laughs> about four days later, he's back in class. His hand's all heavily bandaged up. We're learning about decimal points for the first time in our life. <laughs> he raises his hand. He says, I have 9.2 fingers. Called him Niner for the rest of his life. <laughs> when I was a kid, everybody had a nickname. Every single kid. Nobody went by their real name. And it was given to you by your friends, usually about a body part that was not flattering. <laughs> I had friends who were paunch, tater head, <laughs> lips, chin. Lips had big old Pete Davidson lips. <laughs> chin didn't have one. He'll... called him Viola because we knew he'd never play one. I had, a, I, had another, I had another friend in high school. He had a short right arm. It was just, it was fully functional, but it was just, it was a short kind of short arm on this side, right? So he had a big hand and a little hand. We called him Clock. Everybody called him Clock. Teachers called him Clock. He was Clock. Clock was awesome, too. He was in my second period algebra class, and we were supposed to be in our seats every day at 9 o'clock when the bell rang, but Clock would always wait out in the hall until that bell rang, and he'd burst through the door every morning like this. It was never not funny. Every single day, we waited for that moment and laughed for 10 minutes. One day we're sitting in class, the bell rings, and he doesn't come through the door. We're like, oh, well, that's weird. Where's Clock? You know, must be absent. Well, he was, he was tardy. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he burst through that door like... <laughs> we laughed until 9.30. <laughs> and Clock was the best student in class, and uh, he was the, by far the best student in class. And every Friday, we had to race him in, on problems. The teacher would put problems up on the board. We had to compete against him. We called it Beat the Clock. <laughs> Nobody could beat him. He had that left hand going like this, and, and the eraser in his short hand. And like <laughs> One time in PE class, this is after class, we're in the locker room changing, right? And we had two new kids in, in class, and they were bullies. And they were bullying Clock. And uh, so Clock's in there, and he goes, I'm going to knock you out with this hand. And then he goes, boom, and knocks, <laughs> just spins this kid and knocks him out, just boom, hits the ground. <laughs> and then he turns the other one and goes, or this one. <laughs> 
Henry hit that kid. You know, we all hooted and hollered, and the teacher came running out of his office. What's going on? What's going on? We said, well, these guys were bullying clock, and he knocked one of them out. <laughs> and by then, this kid's kind of getting up, and the teacher just walks over and goes, you just got knocked out by a kid with a half arm. <laughs> Hope you learn to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Nobody got sent to the office. Nobody got suspended. Nobody's parents got called. Nowadays, Clark would have been the one that got suspended for throwing that first punch. And then you'd had to bring your parents to get an anger, anger management plan. Well, I got angry and I punched that kid. That's the plan. <laughs> Can you imagine now calling kids by their afflictions? Hey, here's my buddies, Blinky and Snort. my other friend orphan his parents were anti-vaxxers <laughs> not accurate he was listening to that thinking about uh, some of the nicknames people used to have in school some of them really stuck right through your years as adults I still don't know how my mom got the name Joan which is a nice name, but she was born Gertrude, and uh, she became Joan. I don't think I ever got an uh, an answer to that. I think some somewhere along the way somebody called her Joan. Maybe she looked like an actress with her blonde hair, and uh, she signed all her checks Joan. But that really wasn't her name. I should have been introduced to her. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Okay. <clears throat> so the last comedian. I didn't catch his name. <clears throat> he, had, <coughs> he had some funny jokes, but it sounded like canned laughter, and I've decided I despise canned laughter. Yeah, I don't know if it was, to be honest with you. Brian Upton, I, I have no idea. Yeah, but it, it's <clears throat> like every every laughter sound, sounded the same, and generally if it's mm-hmm. if it's real laughter, you know, it might start slow and then go, go you know, different. You know, every every joke should... You should respond to it um, differently rather than... I have a friend who never watched Seinfeld because he couldn't <laughs> stand the canned laughter, but he missed a lot of wonderful humor. Yeah, you know, I did watch Seinfeld, you mm-hmm. know, and canned laughter and everything, but he did irritate me because he had such a whiny voice. <laughs> everything was so whiny. Um, but but then again, with with all of the other characters... He wasn't talking all the time, so the show the show was good. But if I just had to listen, I couldn't go to one of his shows. Okay. Because he whines. So, you know, it's just like, well, and what you like. Of course it's what you like, because he's really one of the best comedians out there today. But it's yeah. what you like. If you don't like the voice, that's fine. Right. You know, it's what I find sad is that <clears throat> We found out every, everything we did about Bill Cosby, because he was one of the funniest people. Oh, he was great. I love to have his albums, and it just kind of didn't break my heart, because he's not that important in my life, but it was very sad of somebody yeah, that I respected very, very through the sad. years to have done and that. And other, the other sad, I think <clears throat> one of the best ever at, at all of the physical and regular comedy was Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. And it's so sad that he didn't think well enough of himself that he killed himself. Well, he had, a, he had a big health problem and he just didn't want to go through it, I guess. Took his life. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, I just wanted to make that comment about this. Okay. You know, as I said, he had some good jokes, but it was like every laughter was the same. Like they just had an audience laugh, and then they just kept replaying it. It, You know, that put me off. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, everybody has their own opinion and what they like and what they don't like. and That's what the show's all about here. Thank you. That's right. Anyway, have a great day. Mm-hmm. Bye. What do you mean you don't like Seinfeld? Well, yeah, some people like this, some people like that. Who are they? <laughs> well, we got into that before. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of a story about old Dan Tucker. Do you remember him? Old Dan Tucker was a fine old man, washed his face in a frying pan, combed his hair with a wagon wheel, died with a toothache in his Get out the way, old Dan Tucker, you're too late to get your supper. Supper's over and dinner's cooking. Old Dan Tucker, just stand there looking. Old Dan Tucker began an early life to play the banjo and the five. He played the boys and girls to sleep, then into his bed he creeped. Get out the way, old Dan Tucker, you're too Supper, supper's over and dinner's cooking. Old Dan Tucker just stand there looking. Get out the way, old Dan Tucker. You're too late to get your supper. Supper's over and dinner's cooking. Old Dan Tucker just stand there looking. Here, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of old. Dan Tucker. <laughs> That's kind of cute. I found that. I just wanted to throw it in today. You can throw it out if you like. It's almost wrap-up time on the program. Had a lot of fun today. We did have an interesting guest talking about uh, some of the strange things that are happening in schools and colleges where people who are excelling are not getting the recognition because of equity. Some of the people that really study very, 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 very hard and don't get the recognition. Something is a little bit tilted. What do you think? Hmm? I don't know. People are starting to speak up more, and, and that's a good thing. And we're glad to let you know what's going on in the universe in case you don't hear it from where you get your news. You can get some updates here. And once again, you don't have to agree. You can give me your opinion anytime. Let's see if we can get another call in before news. Welcome to the program. Hi. Welcome. Hello, you're on the air. Good afternoon, you're on the air. Hi, go ahead. Okay, thanks for playing Dan Tucker. Oh, you like Dan Tucker? Yeah, they play him on the Andy Griffin Show. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So that's where Dan Tucker comes from, the Andy Griffin Show. I didn't know that. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I ever watched... I may have watched one... The Andy Griffin Show. Not that it was bad. I just never got around to that one. It just, uh, I know it was an extremely popular program. And I guess Dan Tucker was part of that program. Who knew? Now I have a little background on good old Dan Tucker. Well, folks, are the kids around? Where are the kids here? And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Well, what if I don't want to close it out? Hmm? I have control of the switches. 
Hi. What if I don't want to close it out? Hi. Hmm? Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you turn your radio down, please? Yes. Thank you. Hi. Old Hi. I'd like to tell you, for the persons who are looking to control their weight and help their health, there's a Dr. Peter J. D. Apostrophe Adam O. Peter J. Diadamo. Eat right for your life. Eat. Live right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting my titles mixed up. It's your blood type diet. Mm -hmm. Eat right and live right. And it's, if you go to Peter J. D. Apostrophe Adam O. <clears throat> I reversed uh, Sjogren type syndrome. Well, um, I thank you for the information, but i got to run for the news. He fights cancer. He fights mm -hmm. everything. He started the Center for Generative Excellence at the University of Bridgeport. Well, maybe he'll call me. I can put him on the air. Well, the people can, who are looking to control to affect their health and their weight. Mm -hmm. I used to be 200 pounds easy, and I went on a blood type diet. And I maintain my weight effortlessly. All right, dear. I got to run because of the news, but thank you. I hope you yes, call us you. again. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, try a little kindness, everybody. Give me a chorus of that, Glenn. Don't walk around the town and out. Lend a helping hand instead of doubt. Personnel 